Welcome to another edition of Two Guys in a Bottle Love. Or whatever you're having. What's happening? What's going on, you potheads? Holy moly. Hello. Look at that. Just in. Breaking news. Hello, governor. Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg dies at the age of 87. 87? Yeah. Man. Yeah. So that's uh, that's actually happening right now. That's breaking news on CBS, according to CBS Live. So, yeah, that just, uh, that just came across the wire. So that'll be... Uh, that's going to be, um, what do you say, interesting? Because you know what kind of fight that's going to create, because that means now the president gets to pick another Supreme Court justice. Right. And and once yeah. they pick them, man, they're in there for like 40 years. Well, you know, it'll be- or longer. Uh, it'll, it'll just, it'll be, it'll so be mass chaos. Yeah, so who are we going to get? Well, they're gonna. He has a list. I know, but he He's, has. Oh, he did say he has. He a list. has a list. He has. Uh, I think two separate lists of. I believe it was like twenty six. He just released that. Yes. For part of his uh, election campaign, that he said, "Here's my list," because yeah, they week, know right? that there's going to be. Yeah, I think it might have been this week that he released that. earlier this week. Yes. But um. Yes. But uh. But yeah. So. You know, it's going to be the whole back and forth, and they're going to try to push it off and delay it, and 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 you know, nuke it so they don't have to uh, allow him to pick it. And then, of course, regardless, if he ends up winning the election, there's no way they can put it off. But if he loses the election, they're going to try to uh, they're going to try to put it off so he can't pick uh, his justice. I'm sure. So, you know, they'll drag that on for as long and forever as they possibly can. But but uh, but yeah, so. That's uh, that's that's breaking that's, news. That's happening right now. It's happening right, right now. now. So that'll be all over the news tomorrow. I guarantee it. Coming at you live next week or whenever you listen to this podcast. But, but at any rate, but at welcome any rate. to uh, welcome to show fifty fifty eight. Correct. Fifty eight. Episode fifty eight. And ironically, it's a whole whopping 48 degrees outside to go yeah. along with the episode 58. Yeah, so. try closing some pools in uh, the weather we had today. Yeah. That was that was super fun. Yeah. Uh, especially the in-grounds. The above-grounds, not so bad. but Nothing like a little wind to go along with the, with it to help well, you out. Well, here's the thing with the wind, uh, closing the pool, especially with like the tarps. If you if you can get that tarp going the right way. <laughs> you got it to get it to work you with can, you. You can make that wind work with yeah. you. Other than that, you're frightened, man. I had to fill up these water bags today, and that wind, I had them all laid out real nice on the pavement, kind of on a down wheel, or down downward slant, you know, where I could fill them up in the water bag. You know, it would be perfect, and I didn't have to get all wet and water splashed on. <laughs> yep. I laid them all out perfect, man. It was all nice and sunny, and the cloud came by, and the wind picked up like 30 miles an hour and just blew everything I had shit yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So, come on man i already don't want to fill up 40 water bags around this pool right now but yeah but yeah if the wind if you can work the wind the right way it, it, it actually helps you it can help it, you it can, it can help you it can work to your advantage i've been down that road before and it's uh yeah there's times you're fighting it and times that if you if you stand the right way you can make it work with you yeah we figured we figured it out today so we worked together with the wind today so it wasn't that bad so well at least you didn't have the wind that they uh saw coming to the coast this week oh boy 105 mile an hour when they made landfall Bamo. Pensacola got hammered at 30, 30, 30, almost 36 inches of rain. And uh, 
In fact, they said uh, the uh, the chief of the Pensacola Fire Department says uh, says he got uh, four months of rain and four hours. <laughs> so you just, ain't lying. It uh, yeah, that was that was quite a storm, and it just it wasn't really that that much of a. I mean, really, Category Two in comparison to what we're used to isn't that monstrous of a storm but that thing was huge i mean we were watching the radar watching it come in and, and i think the worst part was it kind of almost just stalled right out it was moving like at two miles an hour yeah they weren't and, sure and you know it uh it, it they were following it but they weren't sure what it was it yep. wasn't like a bigger bigger deal than it than it turned out to be no i right. think the just the flooding more than anything and uh, you know was was the biggest concern from it but um uh, but yeah t- tons and tons of flooding but uh i tell you what i don't miss it down there man because you know those things come across you know the atlantic like i've said before and they have to actually go into the gulf around florida they can't just go across florida and then go into the gulf they actually have to come around and then form you know, you know, Sally but, uh, did. I don't know if you saw it, but it actually but, crossed right across the uh, the bottom of Florida. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it, it won't go but directly it, like the middle of Florida or whatever to come across. Right. But, but yeah, the tail end of Florida, like I was Fort Myers, which was, pretty, you know, 10 minutes from the Everglades. And I tell you what, the, the front and the back and when you get that quiet, just nothing, uh, that eerie, weird thing. Yeah, you know, you're right in the middle of it. Yep. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this thing. uh you know, again, another one, you know, Sally. We're in the S's, you know. They name them alphabetically, so. Well, there's more out there and more to come. Yeah. There's uh, there's one down on the Gulf right now that uh, has potential to come in in, in southern Texas and, and Mexico. And that's at a category, that's got potential to be a category one. And that is Beta, Tropical Storm Beta right now. But they say that could change to a category one. And then there's more brewing out there in the... Uh, out there in the uh, in the Atlantic, so yeah. Um, yeah, there's there's a couple other ones that uh, that are still forming out there. So we're right in the we're right right in the midst of the season. So yeah, hard to say what comes next, but well, it's that butterfly effect, you know that that butterfly took off from that tree and flapped its wings and set a whole <laughs> whole thing into an, a tailspin over into uh, Alabama and Florida, you know, right? Just, you know, Louisiana. It's just like wow. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta feel bad, man. You know, you do, you do. But then at the same time, I sit there and go, I don't gonna... know if 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 the trade off would be worth it to me. <laughs> I mean, you want to buy some property? You want to buy some swampland in Florida? I'm telling you, I mean, yeah. I I love New Orleans, in... and we were supposed to, you know, and we were looking forward to visiting uh, Corpus Christi this year for spring break and and all those things, and um, you know. It's a great place to visit, but I just don't know that I would ever want to put up with that chaos. And even though it only happens once a year for a month, you know, a year, I, I, I don't know. I, I just, and I, I, think we, I, right. I don't think so. Well, I, you know, we talked about this, about the Cajuns coming down from Canada because they had got kicked out of Canada for their, uh, the basically their beliefs or whatever. Right. You know, they're, they're kind of like voodooism or whatever. So the only place they ended up and could go and get away from and not be bothered was, you know, New Orleans, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know the Cajuns down there. And uh, I don't know if that's where I'd want to settle. But, you, know, you know, if they knew about the weather, you'd think they would have they would have did that, you know, but then we wouldn't have Mardi Gras and we, you know, so everything happens for a reason. Absolutely. Yeah, so, Absolutely. But, yeah, but you're not going to convince me to go move down there. no i'm i'm not in a hurry to go buy uh go buy any property down there on the on the gulf coast or coastline or any anywhere or even visit there. yeah for that matter right not now. this time of year yeah. no I, no i'd pass i'd pass 
Yeah, I laughed because a friend of ours just left uh, last week to go down to uh, Tampa for a couple weeks, and I, and I went, yeah, okay, sounds like a great time to go to Tampa. It seems like every every year they want to head down there during hurricane season, so I was kind of laughing this week going, oh, let's see, that's still okay, two days of rain, three days of rain, four days of rain, Right. so, so I hope you enjoyed your stay. <laughs> but Well, speaking of Tampa, uh, I'm getting messages from our, our near dear friend, uh, Ricky. Oh, yeah. Oh, cause he's sending me he's sending me pictures down there, and uh, yeah, he's he's on top of his game down there. Uh, and, uh, he's a uh, he's social with us drinking, uh, and uh, he wants to share it with the world. And, gotcha. Uh, takes pictures and videos, and we have fun with that. And oh, uh, God bless him down yeah, there. Yeah, you he's know, been kind of uh, he's been kind of quiet on our front. We haven't heard much out of him lately. He no. actually just started chiming in and uh, a couple of the texts uh, just the last day or two. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. But, well, that's uh, what I mean. Uh, yeah, I guess he's coming up. Gonna hang out for a little bit or something? Is that right? Yeah, I guess so. Must be keeping it a big secret. When? Well, he's got a his son's got a birthday, so I think he's coming up or something. Maybe what he said or something. You know what? And I don't know. Um, I don't know when his boy's birthday is. That, there could be some truth to that too. Um, I can't remember when the uh, when the boy's birthday is. So there's 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 that possibility or. Right. Or it's possible he's uh, coming up for a he's secretly coming secretly. up for a different trip too right, that, that, that right. I'm not supposed to know about. So well, he's taking all kinds of pictures and videos and sending them to me from okay. Tampa, Tampa, Florida down there. Okay, you know, uh, drinking Bloody Marys at seven in the morning, which uh, I got the texts I could you know, but yeah, he's he's rocking out at seven o'clock in the morning. He, you know, so ironically, one of the friends in our group, Fast Eddie, sent out <laughs> sent out three texts this morning responding to some other texts and fast eddie sent out uh, three texts this morning and it was like at six o'clock in the morning and then and then another one responded to him at the same time that's in that group and all of a sudden he comes back and he says he says uh who and who in the hell gets up at that time of the day that's crazy sending out texts at that time of the morning and i'm like who doesn't and then i said <laughs> You know, you can't drink all day if you don't start first thing in the morning. <laughs> so, well, our friend Rick uh, started drinking first thing in the morning. God bless him. Well, that was probably my fault because I sent him the text and put it to spark in oh, his mind. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's a good idea. Scooter said. Scooter said. Yeah. Well, Scooter told me to. He said well, you can't drink all day if you don't start first thing in the morning. And it wasn't no like little. It was. It, you know. It wasn't no little Bloody Mary. It was like, you know, the hurricane glasses. You ever been down, you know, yep. seen these things? They're, oh, yeah. They're, they're, you're going to be here a while. You might as well go get a hurricane glasses yeah. that are like six feet tall, you know. And, it's breakfast. Right. It's brunch. Crabs are sticking out of this thing, you know. They're still alive, you know. You got oysters on the, you know. <laughs> well, on that note. You got the whole Bloody Mary bar <laughs> set up, you know, the celery sticks. And, oh. You're making me, you're making me thirsty. <laughs> so... We might as well, uh, I'm not having a Bloody Mary, but we might as well partake in a, in a fine shot of George Dickel to back, start the show off today. Back to the Dickel. We'll, uh, we'll have one, we'll have, have one in, in dedication to our, uh, from our, our friend Vegas from, uh, or Davis from Las Vegas. Well, do we, as a robot bartender, want to join us in on one or not no? If, not if we're having a shot to Davis. What? What? Well, see now Davis would have to listen to the show even to get offended. So right, right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So just you, oh. I know you're gonna edit that. <laughs> you, Rick Davis, Rick James, bitch. That's what he says to me. He sends me a text and he's like, "What's up, bitches? I'm Rick James, bitch." Yeah, he's uh, yeah. 
Yeah, full of, full well, of entertainment. Well, he's he, you know, he just <laughs> he just he's just that guy, you know. Yes. Yeah, I call him Johnny Vegas. Yes. Yeah. Johnny Vegas. I call him Johnny Vegas. <laughs> now there's a good shot. You know, it's not bad. Did you ever? I'm not a Red Bull fan, but I don't mind a Johnny Vegas. Red Bull. I don't. Oh, you don't, don't like tequila. Yeah, I don't like yeah, tequila. Never mind. So, you, yeah, that's yeah I don't like happen. Red Bull or tequila. So there's yeah, no so reason for me happen. to have that shot. That's uh, <laughs> no. Nope, never I'm mind. All, I'm all good there. Yeah. So you already know the recipe, folks. So yeah, we're not going to probably ever do that on this show. But. No, no. But for episode sixty, I am going to get some habanero tequila and eat a whole habanero. There you on, go on the live show on episode sixty. There you go. Yeah. Stay tuned. Hey, while we're on the uh, the weather thing, did you see this was actually last week? Um, but did you see Los Angeles last week? Nobody Hi- walks in L.A. Highest ever temperatures. Yeah, they hit 100 and 121 degrees. 21. I was going to say 121. <laughs> Bam. The, re- the record was 119 on uh in in 2006, but yeah, 121 they Yeah, the highest they hit ever last week. ever recorded, right? Yes. Ever. Yeah, that recorded. was the that was the previous record in 2006 was 119 degrees, but yeah, 100. That is scorching temperature, man. That is like Death Valley temperature, <laughs> That's you know, brutal in LA. That's brutal. That's Especially like Especially with that fog. Wa- you know, walk you out know? the door and just go right back in the house cuz you just can't even breathe. No, you, you really just, can't. Yeah, here's a picture of it right there. Calvary Calvary Church in 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 Woodland Hills. 121 degrees Fahrenheit at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, because even your spa temperature water is 103, 105. <laughs> and even if you have a really hot day like down in Florida, like let's say you're cracking 100, you still got the heat index. That's 110, 150. Yeah. It still doesn't even touch that. No. Now think about this. You're in L.A. There's always a fog in L.A. There's just a hover of something, pollution, fog. Just think about that. The sun has to penetrate through that <laughs> to reach actually land to get to your skin, you know, and penetrate that. Think how hot it is above LA, above the smog and the the, the pollution and all that stuff. That had to be that's like that's an oven. I don't care. That's brutal. It I don't is. care. I don't care who who you are. That's that's just brutal. What's and the, I don't uh, care. I don't care whether there's humidity or there's not right. humidity because everybody says, "Well, the humidity is what it's it's really not that hot." You know, it's because it's not. But yeah, it doesn't matter. 121 is 121. I don't care how much humidity you have or you don't have. Yeah, but it's just, dry. It's only dry heat. Exactly. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. Right. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. That's just freaking hot. Yeah. No matter how hot. you look at it. I lived out in <laughs> Vegas, man. I seen some 98 zero humidity days, and I actually wore pants, and I was not that bad. I it, it it's weird to say that, but you know, it was a hot day in Vegas, but with no humidity, it's a, it is a different kind of heat, but it's still hot. Yep, yep. And uh, God knows why I wore pants. I, <laughs> just walking down the strip, man. I look up, and there's this little flashing thing. It says, "Yeah, Las Vegas um, pollution." You know, it's very weird in Vegas about the uh, the pollution levels. You know, they. It, it's almost that they're looking at the pollution levels than more than how hot it is out there. It's weird. It is one of the most polluted cities in the world. Is it really? Yes. Oh, I didn't yeah. realize it was that bad. Yeah, it's it. You're you're in the you're in these uh, in this uh, crater in the middle of a desert, and that's Las Vegas, man. There's no there's like two ways in in Las Vegas and two ways out, and that's it, man. <laughs> Other than that, you're just surrounded by mountains and craters and yeah. 
and it just sits there. It has no breeze that comes through unless it comes over that mountain and takes it out. Okay. Or whatever. But yeah, but it's 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 crazy. Yeah, I didn't I, I didn't realize uh, yeah. the pollution was that bad there. Yeah, I lived out there. It, it is one of the things, man. You see, you know, they were wearing masks way before the coronavirus. <laughs> it was weird, man. You know. These people are like saying, you know, had signs, you know, free hugs, you know, and they got masks on, you know, and pollution. <laughs> and, and then you got the protesters with the strippers and, you know, and the Christians and you know, <laughs> such a strange town. You you know, Vegas is the epitome of the USA right now. It's exact. Vegas is what uh, when I was out there 10 years ago, 11, 12 years ago, uh, it's what America is right now. It's just cra- it's a crazy town, man. It never sleeps. There's always something going on. You're never going to run out of things to do or talk about. It's just, no. It's very bizarre, man. Yeah. 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 Oh, but anyway, the weather. <laughs> anyway, our weather is changing right now, and we're getting that nice, I don't want to go to work, sleep in weather. You know, that's the best part of this, what happens, this time of year. What is, happened is, to you today? Is those, you want to talk about that or no? No. No, you don't no, want to talk about that? No. All right. <laughs> no, no, that's uh, yeah, it's it just you, you get those, you know, this 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 chill in the air. You know, I went out to the property the other day. I met a guy out at the property uh, um, to look at the woods, and uh, we were talking about it because there was just that that chill in the air. You know, right. that that fall chill, and it's just it's just, and you know, it's still going to be seventy degrees that day, but you got that just that chill where you got to have your sweatshirt on and, and the sun's out and. Mm-hmm. And it just it just is a different feeling. I just love this time of year when I know, love it too. It, it, when it's you know between, I could take if it could stay between fifty eight and seventy five all year long, I'd be thrilled. You know. And I, I almost I, thought about moving to like Tennessee where it is that almost that weather just because of the, the the weather aspect of it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know you're safe. You don't get this. You know you don't hear too many stuff going on there, and the weather's pretty pretty ideal. You know for. For my condition, my my age and my body, you know, that's perfect weather for me. Man. Sure. That is. Yep. I'll take a 75-degree day, possibly 80, not to complain, and then bring it down to about a 65, 60-degree, you know, at night, and I'm good. Yeah, but their hot days are a whole lot hotter than our hot days. Right. That's the that's the bad part. You know, it's the, that's the, oh, when they're like, hot, it's yeah, hot. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's hot. Yeah, it is. <laughs> hot, 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 yep. hot, 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 and, hot, 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 and dry, yeah, and dry, and very dry. So yeah, I spent some time down there. I got an aunt that lives down there. I love Tennessee. I I, I love yeah. Tennessee and I love Kentucky. Yeah, I've spent a lot of time down there myself, and and it's it's one of my favorite trip destinations. You it know, is. There's, there's just it's a pit stop if you're if you're so, from where we are to Florida, and, and you can get yeah. and you can stop in there. Yeah, once. anywhere. If you're going down south, I mean, if you're going to Louisiana or Florida or you know Georgia or whatever, yeah, Tennessee's kind of just the the marker, you know. And yep. you, you go there, and you know, usually you you spend the night there somewhere, and there's just so many great destinations in Tennessee. Yeah, I think there's and, something that's midway right between. We are in uh, uh, Florida, mid mid Florida and mid Michigan, uh, something springs or something like that in Tennessee. The underwater uh, caverns or something where you oh yeah yeah the boat ride. I can't remember yep. the name of the place. It's something springs or Sweetwater, Sweetwater Tennessee. Okay, have you heard of it? I, I it's called Sweetwater Tennessee. I think that's the midway point between here and uh, Florida. Not specifically, but it's very cool. You can get you can get in these uh, glass bottom boats and do these rides that are really really cool, man. Through these uh, caves and these caverns, man. Yeah, there's lots of between Kentucky and Tennessee. There is there's yeah. lots of caves and caverns and and uh, different yeah. different places, neat yeah, places do, to explore. Do the, and, yeah, do the glass bottom boat ride. Yeah, I have not done that. 
nothing like that. But uh, but yeah, I've heard. Or if you're doing that and you're going that way or whatever, the highest or the top is of one of the mountains and get a hotel room. And I tell you what, to watch the sunrise come up on, on a mountain is completely different than anything I've ever seen before. It is well, that's what it's, I. It's loved. worth it's worth the twenty five bucks that you paid for that shitty hotel room. <laughs> I swear to God. And that's what I loved about Gatlinburg. You know, we went to Gatlinburg and stayed over that way. You know, I mean, you're you're way up there, and when we stayed in Gatlinburg, the view that you have up there in the hills of Gatlinburg is just amazing. And I and I sat there one one uh, one night one evening sitting on the on the patio and and, yep. and watching the sky. Yeah. And uh, and there was a storm. And it was amazing the storm. And I looked at I looked at the radar, and the storm was literally like almost 80, 80 miles away oh, from okay. us. I, was I mean, it say, wasn't even close. <laughs> but you could see every last part of the storm. You know, yes. the whole thunderhead coming in. You could see all the lightning throughout yes. it, and it was just you know just the the front end of it, the back of it. You know, it's just it was it was amazing to see it. You know, it's just a, a beautiful view. It's, and it's a different perspective. Man. Yeah, it really yeah. is. It really yeah, I could is. sit on top of a mountain and watch that sunrise and sunset any day of the week. Yeah, it, it's just a, it's a really cool feeling, man. It sure is. Yeah, and I told you about uh, that storm that I watched that looked like the uh, thing coming in the, with the golf that looked like a giant jellyfish with the lightning that was coming across and creeping around the golf. Yeah, that was the weirdest storm I ever seen in my life. <laughs> it was a giant. It was a hundred mile wide jellyfish creeping at me with lightning strikes coming down like a monster sea monster that you see on some of the movies it's just oh anyway you know just some of the cool things that you see with nature you know heck yeah that's all yeah. heck yeah yeah so pay that 25 bucks go sit on top of one of those tennessee uh <laughs> fabulous resorts that they got up there where the pool were turned into a skateboard or you know you can go skateboarding you know <laughs> it's been abandoned for 10 years and there's like an amusement park right next to it yeah that's <laughs> good stuff so football started this week. High, Did it? High school football finally started. Yeah, once saw the first game last night. Dun, da, da, da. With me and twenty other people. Oh, is that right? That's about all it's allowed in there. Okay. It's, yeah. What a yeah. What a mess. What a mess. It's you know. It just. I feel so bad for those kids. You know. I mean, each kid's allowed to have two tickets for yeah. for you know participants. That's yeah. It. We had talked about that. And it, you know, it's just it's unbelievable. But uh, yeah, there was there was hardly anybody in the stands. Um, there was more people in the parking lot. I mean, gathered around the parking lot, and you know, but this is the this is the new normal. Um, you know, just uh, but yeah, the, the season's underway. So all the varsity's first games are tonight, starting tonight, and um, you know, I did. We'll see how it plays out. But Friday uh, night football. Yep, Friday night football, and then the uh, and then the Big Ten Big Ten announced that they were they were actually all going back at her. So, um, well, that's they, th thanks to Trump on that one. Well, <laughs> there was a lot of I'm there was saying, a lot of back I'm, and forth. Uh, I had between, to say it. yeah between yeah. the uh, the players and the and the uh, coaches and the administrators and but they finally all settled on it. So I can't remember what the official start date is on that. I want to say it was I think it's in, I think it was the 28th, I believe. I could be a wrong on that. A couple weeks. But yeah, it's coming up pretty quick. Yeah, but they're going to do a they're going to do a shortened season also. And um uh, I want to say six six or eight games. I think I think I heard six games. So but yeah, Big Ten football, college football, and then we'll just have to see if everybody else follows them. If the Pac-10 is going to get on board, and or you know, and I think that's probably part of the reason they delayed it for so long is you know to see if anybody else is going to join in and be part of it too, or if it's just going to be the Big Ten or how that's going to work. But well, I know Trump touched on it on his uh, peaceful protest in Wisconsin last night. Okay, and uh, 
they laid out the demographics of the you know the Big Ten, you know what was going on, and uh, yeah, he's ready for it. We're ready for it. You know, mass off November fourth. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Put the helmet. Trade the trade the mask for the helmet. You know, uh, the helmet and the uh, shoulder. <laughs> Uh, sh- I want to say this right because I got to say it wrong if I'm going to say it. Shoulder mo- shoulder mo- mo- pads, shoulder mo- pads. <laughs> Get my shoulder mo- pads and my helmet on. Well, Let's if go you play could, some football. if you could see the mask when I when my son <laughs> came home with the mask on his helmet that they that that's a, the required mask, and I looked shoulder at it mo- and pads. I went, "Are you kidding me? What is what is that? And and who is that protecting? Because it's sure not protecting you." Who is that making feel better? I mean, this is the biggest joke I've ever seen. It's a piece of cloth that's stuck to the to the front of his uh, of his uh, face guard. It, you know, it's it, right. it's like it's not protecting him from anything, and it's probably really not protecting anybody else from him. But it's just I'm like I looked at it, and I went, okay, so who's looking at that? Who's feels better by seeing that on the front of your on the front of your helmet? Because it's the most ridiculous thing I've I've ever seen. But right, but I guess that's where we're at. You know, you got to have uh, you got to have a uh, piece of cloth stuck on the front of your helmet. So that's uh, and that, and that makes everybody safe. So we're okay. all good. Well, listen. Can I tell one little quick story that, again? That happened. Well, that happened. <laughs> no, that happened to me last night about a mask. Uh, okay, you know, I'm sorry, but this is the this is where we're at with the uh, the mask wearing. So I'm in Kroger doing my little bit of shopping that I got to do, and uh, I, I see this guy coming at me with this like gnarly like <laughs> mask. You know, I'm going all right. You know, it looks familiar, but I can't quite. You know, with the mask, I can't. You know, I don't have the face recognition technology to pinpoint who's coming at me with his cart doing like 60 miles an hour and just blasting my cart. I'm like, are you serious, dude? And he's like, it's me. It's me, Jim. And I go, oh, Jimmy S., what's up, man? Well, and he's, you know, because <laughs> he's a nut, you know, and he just did that because he knows it's me because I, I would probably do the same thing to him. So, and he just blasts my cart and just blasts me right into the into the ice cream freezer door glass. Could have shattered. I don't know. But, you know, so we're standing there talking, and I'm looking I'm looking at his mask, and he's got this whole Grin Reaper type thing, but he's got a slit where his mouth goes in the mask. So, right. So when he's talking, I can actually see his teeth, and I'm going, his mask is moving with his mouth. <laughs> I, I can't make this up. I swear to God. And I'm like. He's wearing the mask, which is required by our governor, right? Correct. And we, we have to, you know, follow mandate law or whatever. The, and I'm looking and I'm watching and his mask is moving with his mouth and I can see his teeth. And I'm like, that's either that's brilliant or just dementia setting in. I, I don't I couldn't figure out which one, but leave it up to this guy because he's that crazy. He cut a slit where his mouth goes so he can. When he, when, when his mouth's closed, it looks like the whole mask is just right there, and he's good. But when he talks, he can breathe. And I'm going, <laughs> borderline genius or just that, you know, whatever. But I, I, I thought it was ingenious, and I was like, it was funny. Uh, <laughs> thought I'd share that with you, man. All right. Yeah. So... Well, yeah, at least he had a mask on. Well, uh, I know, he had a mask on that, and he did the right thing, and he was, con- you know, conforming to the rules like we are all doing right now. But, uh, yeah, leave it up to... Uh, well, not all of us, and I'll get to yeah. that in a minute, but, but before we move on to that, I wanted to... We were still talking about the football. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if you, I don't know if you saw, um, talking about the uh, NFL. Leave um, it up to Jim. Did you see Mike Ditka 
came out and uh, and kind of railed uh, everybody in the NFL about the games this week? No. Well, Dicka came Dicka came out this week and said after after this week's uh, NFL, NFL games for the for the third time. Ditka spoke out on the players who knelt during the anthem, and this is, quote, Mike Ditka says, football's football. It's not a complicated thing. You're playing the game. You're enjoying the game. You don't like the game? Get out of it. It's not for protesting one way or the other. What color you are, what you think, this or that. You play football. That's it. You're privileged. You got a gift from God that you can play the game because you got a body you can do it with. I don't really understand what you're protesting. I played the game. I coached the game for a long time. It makes no sense to me. Uh, and then he went ahead. on to say, I would tell those players, go to another country and play football there. You don't have to come out. You don't have to come out if you go to another country. You can't because the game's only played in this country. And if you can't respect this country, get the hell out of it. Damn, <laughs> I know. I have a new respect <laughs> for Mike. Well, you know, I'm just even if la- even if his last name is Ditka, I'm just so done with the with the with, with these pro athletes. In, Aren't in you? The, in are the, you in really the disrespectful protests? I mean, it's, I, I to, really am to too. me. It's just so disrespectful because you know I said it. I said it last week. I'll say it again. Sure. You know, I I kneel for the cross. I stand for our flag. Amen. There is no reason to be out there kneeling, and what and what optics that creates. Yeah, I just don't know. It I, just, I, it, I don't. I don't know where politics come uh, crossed over into sports. You know? I, it has no place, and I think I think Mike Dicka said it best. So good for him. Keep speaking out, and you know, I, until more people start speaking out, you know, more powerful, important people start speaking out. Um, and they will. And, and well, Chris Rock. Did you hear Chris Rock this week? No, I did not. Honestly, Chris, I. Been and watching quite a bit of news, but not enough. But I did not see anything about Chris. Well, and I didn't save this, so I can't share it with you. And we can always try to dig it out and uh, bring it to you later. But if you get a chance, go go dig out um, like go dig people. out uh, Chris Rock's uh, uh, conversation this week because he basically came out and railed Nancy Pelosi. And just explain to her wow. that it is the Democrats' fault that this coronavirus is in this country as bad as it is. Because while this was all going on, you guys were more worried about impeaching, creating an impeachment that was never going to happen in the first place. And, we knew that. And I don't. And I don't want to, you know, quote unquote, because I I can't remember verbatim exactly what Chris said. But um, but he was pretty strong. Don't about, like big words. And he wasn't. And he wasn't very pleasant to the president either. With you know, I mean, with what he said about him. But at the same time. The fact that he spoke out and just called it out and said, it is, you know, this is what it is. And this was, you know, I couldn't really argue with a lot of what he said because he was pretty spot on. And yeah, he, uh, he, he felt pretty strongly about it. So, but that's, that's what it takes. It takes more people standing up and people, you know, people that are in, in the center, you know, the center of attention, the people that are in the mainstream, people that are, I guess, quote unquote, respected and and you know it takes people like Mike Ditka and Chris Rock and and to just you know speak their mind and say how they feel. Somebody's got to start speaking out about all this crap that's going on. You ain't lying, brother. So I um I, I was I was watching uh, watching the news this week and 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 one of the big things they were they were kind of all over the board about was um every time it seems like every time uh, Biden goes out there and does a uh, does a press conference 
they they all want to say that he's uh, he's getting the questions fed by the media and he's using a teleprompter and and so what so so so, so somebody asked him um, asked one of his spokesmen um, if that's what he's doing and he refused to discuss it and and discuss whether the former VP is using a teleprompter to answer questions or not and that's the speculation is uh, because there was a there was there was one that he did he did a uh, he did a, a, a press conference if if you will with like five guys in the, in the crowd and they were you know feeding them feeding them you know softball questions and every answer he had he was in, in fact he asked asked him to move the teleprompter screen even closer so they they were almost going you know who's who's giving him the answers to these questions are you reading them off a teleprompter or not right and uh and he's so, like so joe you know he's reading his own <laughs> thing you know what i'm saying yeah he, he's reading his own question answer i don't know so so it's so confusing to watch him man i actually just lose my mind sometimes sometimes i I really do i'm just like i'm telling you i'm i'm really looking forward to the first debate i i I just i'm really curious how that goes because all right so that's uh september 29th right 20 yeah 28th or 29th 28th or 29th is the debate between trump and uh, biden Mm -hmm. and then i think october 8th is pence and harris yeah, I I know they're like I know they're coming later. up quick. Yeah, it's like a week after you know one or the other. But yeah, that's gonna be <laughs> brilliant, Dan. I can't wait for Mike Pence to tear up Harris. I just can't wait. <laughs> I already know what Trump's gonna do, but I can't wait for Pence to tear up Harris. I just can't. I'm not missing either one. Well, I you know, and and maybe uh, maybe while uh, Pence is Pence is up there. Uh, Sure, he's crazy as mad as a hatter. What difference does it make? You know, a long time ago, being crazy meant something. Nowadays, everybody's crazy. And maybe while uh, Pence is up there debating with uh, Harris, he can make her laugh because uh, uh, James Wood just posted this the other day, and he said uh, he said somebody on her team has got to address the Carmela cackle. It is uh, such a deal breaker. And we all want them to go back to school. <laughs> right? Um, I forgot what I was talking about. That's that's uh, that's a great great cackle, but but um, what I what I was getting it's to was uh, was when I uh, when I was listening to uh, when I was listening to um, you know the all the all the coverage on Biden. Jesse Waters come out and he says, you know, he says maybe everything with uh, Biden is going to be on the teleprompter, and he uh, he wants to be the wants to be the reader of the free world. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It, it makes me wonder because you know, and the thing that he, you know, the thing that I keep looking at is, is it's like he goes back and forth on uh, on things constantly. One minute he's one minute he's against fracking. The next minute he's well, fracking's okay. And then the next minute he's he's you know, I'm I'm creating a national mass mandate. And the next minute, well, you you're only wearing masks, and you know, it, I'll I'll make sure you only have to you have to wear masks in federal you know federal properties. And you know, it's just so much back and forth and back and forth. And, and and I know it's just what he's being fed. It's what they're telling him, what everybody's telling him. You got to say this this day and say this that day. And I, and I think they would just let the poor guy go and do his own thing. He'd probably he, be much better off than all the crap that he's getting fed. Right. Nonstop. Excuse me. I think I think he actually has um, his own. He's create he's created his own dementia 
from breathing in his own CO2 <laughs> from wearing a mask. I mean, because that's it's not good for you. Well, he's probably and, probably part of the problem is he's got 83 people telling him what to say every two minutes, and he's probably getting dementia just from right. just from them. Is his there's probably so much crap swirling around his head because this you got you got 83 people going. We well, gotta say this. We well, gotta say this. You gotta say this. You gotta say this. <laughs> he's probably swirling around there. He's just gonna go insane. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's, it's like uh, being a doc man working at a ladies lingerie store um <laughs> probably, probably probably where he started started so, with his catchphrase Rick, come on man come on man what are you doing cocaine you want to go do some push-ups want me to take you outside come on man oh my lord <laughs> he's lost his mind i don't know it's just it's gonna be well it's, listen it's the harris biden you know campaign you that's know? that's what we found out they, yeah they announced that oh both, she slipped it both him and her said it they last both week. yeah they, they both, both did. said it last week yeah but the one i the first time i seen it was when she slipped it and then i watched the biden one slip and i was like oh no <laughs> yeah come on man <laughs> i thought well we all already knew it it's just, Did you hear what Trump called uh, uh, Pelosi last night at the at the uh, peaceful protest? I did not. Uh, neither do I. I forgot. Nope. <laughs> called her some like dimwit bird nut uh, cuckoo uh, dodo bird thing something. Uh, oh yeah, no, I, yeah. I, and I, me I, and Gina look, we're sitting in the recliners, we're watching TV, and we're like, "What did he just say, man?" And I know there's, I know we're due, we're going to have to make a drop out of that because it's, <laughs> it's there. It's like right there. Well, go find that the, one. The, 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 <laughs> no, I was asking you because maybe I thought you knew or whatever, but yeah, that was, uh, that was comical last night. Trump was on fire last night. Well, he should have been. I mean, he just, he just accomplished something that, that, that he's got two the past six presidents have been trying to accomplish for the last 30 years yep. or more he's got two and it's Nobel amazing peace prizes coming up right now like those are just nominations nomination yeah. that's what i mean coming yeah. up right? yeah but they're they're just but there nominations. could be there he's like there could be like seven for what i've done you know or whatever is you know that was his quote not mine but but you know two for sure you know where is all the coverage and, and i'm sorry i mean if i didn't if i didn't actually monitor twitter I would have never, if I just watched the news, mm -hmm. I would have never even realized that the other day they stood there and signed that peace deal with Israel and the Arab Emirates and Bahrain. I mean, and that that is huge. It's absolutely huge. And where's all the coverage? I mean, it's it, it really do we do we hate well, President Trump that much that we can't we can't discuss? One of the biggest things to happen in the Middle East, and right, I'll, I'll tell you the way the only you get the coverage is if you watch Fox because they're the only ones that will replay the stuff that happened on CNN, you know, in their own fashion and the way that they present. Other than that, I wouldn't have seen it or whatever, you know, with the the uh, you know whatever's going on over there. I don't know, but I I never would have seen it. Be but uh, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, just, it's just. It's You're just not getting it's just such a huge accomplishment. It's such thing. a it's 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 such a if major not for Fox, you know. It, it, I'm I, just saying if yeah, it, you that that was the only place that I seen it. That that's what I mean is Fox. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So no, it's it's unfortunate, and I mean that's that, that's what it's just turned into is the hatred the hatred for for President Trump is so vitriol that um that 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 they can't and anybody I did hear talk about it even a little bit 
it was it was pretty much just in passing and I was like, well, you know, it's not that big a deal. I mean, there's a long ways left to go and, you know, I mean, that's just a small portion and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and I don't think anybody that doesn't understand how huge that is doesn't know anything about the Middle East, uh, you know, in general and it isn't familiar with the Middle East history because, we, I mean. Well, they gave I Jerusalem could, back their home. I could spend their home an, an hour, two hours on this show all by itself just talking about the history of the Middle East and, and what it's gone through and where it is and how big a deal, how big a deal that this peace process is. And, you know, and the speculation of what's going to come next. I mean, more than likely, you're going to have two, three, four, five possibly more other countries that now that this has happened with those three now this has happened you're going to see them lining up and once that happens now you're going to have now you're going to have iran and syria sitting there going "Uh oh what do we do now and and and, yeah the robot bartender is absolutely right you know the pelosi did speak on it and she called it she said it's just a distraction it's a distraction from everything else that's going on it's like are you kidding me a distraction yeah, we're going to sign one of the biggest peace deals in the Middle East in, yeah, in, in forever. Like a, it was like a, oh, good for him. To yeah, a little golf clap. A, yeah, yeah. distraction uh, while, yeah. you know, during, during the election. <laughs> now, the, other thing, the other thing that pisses me off is, um, the other thing that pisses me off is that the uh, the, the kids, uh, the, they said not to go back to school until after the election. Right. I was like, right. what is that? <laughs> I I, I everything everything is about this election. Absolutely. Man. Everything's about this election. We knew it would be. Yeah, we did. We knew. We knew it was coming. Wow. We knew it was coming for a long time. Yeah. And it's <clears throat> it's only it's only gonna get worse. I mean we still got we still got uh what, fifty days left to deal with all this crap and the and the and the yeah, what's coming and, and so on and so forth. But uh but yeah, it's Well that's the best I can do right now, right here. Well, on that note, that, uh, that, just, on that, that, note, that just about covers it, doesn't it? We're doing it? another shot, man. You're I hear you. Well, I don't really know where to go from there. Um, short of, I mean, there's a there's a there's a few things I wanted to touch on tonight, and you did already mention that. Yeah, he's been nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize twice now, um, and and you know he'll never get it. Not in this environment. He'll never get it. There's no way. There's no way that they will let President Trump have a Nobel Peace Prize. But um, you know, just the fact that he's nominated in the first place, which absolutely, you know, I mean, it's just so huge. But I don't know. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll see what we'll see what happens. But um, I told you we get back to this. So um, you know, and, the, and it's funny because the robot bartender and I were talking about this earlier um, after she got done with work for the day. Um, the <sighs> The, the vitriol that's out there back and forth, you know, the, the people that want the mask, the people that don't want the mask, you and I just touch on it briefly. And, and, you know, the people that want to follow the rules, the people that don't want to follow the rules, the people that want to follow the rules to the nth degree, to the extreme, the people that hate the rules to no end. Well, bottom line is what people should realize is no matter what, no matter what, no matter what, no matter what, I know where you're going. it's, it's the law. In our state right now, it's the law. It's the law according to the governor and to the state of Michigan. These are the laws that we live under. And, and we're not the only state. There's, there's many other states that are under bigger 
deeper mandates than what we're dealing with right now. Some of them are still completely locked down almost, like New York, which is slowly starting to open back up. Um, California is slowly starting to open back up. There's a whole thing with the governor of New York. I mean, I think he's going to get some lawsuits here. But just so you're aware. That's another story. And this is factual. And this is according to uh, Derek Hutchinson from uh, Click on Detroit. Just just posted this uh, this week. So you're aware. Myosha, which we said from the beginning was was ever since these latest mandates went into effect, is the is the entity that is in charge of the investigations and enforcing all of all of the laws for the businesses. And so, bottom line, this is a list of just and this is just nineteen that they have already uh, mandated. So, uh, American Eagle Home Improvement. In uh, in Bangor was uh, was fined twenty one hundred dollars for violations including a lack of social distancing and failure to use mask or face coverings. Bell Tire in Shelby Township was wow. fined was fined seven thousand dollars for failing to require face coverings when social distancing could not be maintained and the company did not have a preparedness and response plan and did not train employees on COVID nineteen. That's only right down the road. American Grill in Brighton. I know Brighton very well. Four hundred dollars because it did that designate a workplace COVID nineteen supervisor. Um, Dave's Glass Service fined twenty one hundred dollars. Man, for I know face all these covers, places. You know, uh, Kalamazoo. Yeah, I mean, so I grew up there, and, and the list goes on. I mean, this is just nineteen that they, that they. Yeah, Berkeley, uh, uh, ABSR, or Buckley. Uh, no, oh, that's Buckley. Yeah, you're yeah, correct. Buckley Mission. Yep. They were fined forty two hundred dollars because it did not require mass or have a preparedness and response plan. And employees were not trained on COVID nineteen. That's because they had their lowest employee paid working there at that time. <laughs> right. But uh, I mean, I just work here. It's a real thing. Uh, and my whole point of all know this I is, was wear a mask. I didn't know you couldn't come in drunk. Well, and that's the whole thing. It's you know the the point of what I'm trying to say is, you can be as pissed off as you want to be about the laws that we live under right now. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be the seatbelt law, the helmet law. The you know the the mask law the whatever whatever you want to be pissed off about, but what you don't do is you don't when you go into a business when you go into a, a restaurant or a bar or a party store or a grocery store or whatever, you have to follow. If there's signs on the door that say you have to do this, do it, and don't get pissed off at the employees because it's not their fault. They're trying not to. Hundred percent. They they don't want to wear the mask either. No, no more. You know, than I mean, any of us than do. So. <laughs> But this is real charges that Myosha is putting into effect, and they're real fines that these businesses are play, you know, paying for not playing by the rules. And it, I wear it just because I don't want to hear it. Well, sure. Yeah, I just, I just do, you know. But then at the same time, half the time I wear it, I still hear it. So yeah, my only, my only real point with all that was, you know, just it, it is, it's a real thing. It's a real thing, and. If if you don't if you don't like the rules, there's ways that you can fight back and do something about that. And there's a lot of people that are doing that, and they're trying to fight back. And and but it's about your government. It's about what your government's doing, and that's where you fight back, and that's where you make changes. But leave the business owners alone. They're trying to just follow the rules, whether they like it or not. And to take it out on bartenders, waitresses, counter workers, grocery store employees, it's it's just not their fault. So that, that that's all I want to cover is just to let everybody know that yeah, this is a real thing. My OSHA's writing tickets, people are paying fines and you know, there's people that aren't following the rules and they're paying consequences for it. And the businesses as shitty as it is, the business's responsibility is to enforce those rules. And if you don't like it, then don't go there. But don't harass the staff. No nope. it's not their fault. 
But if you got all that free money from the government, you should have saved it to pay your fines. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I have heard that. I don't know how much, how much factual I have on that, but I have heard that, that they're actually, um, I have heard in some cases, Myosha is um, um, going around with a task force and they're writing tickets to individuals for not wearing masks too. Yeah, and if I you show heard, up at the wrong place or the wrong time, they, they got a guy standing at the door writing you a ticket, like yep. a $500 ticket. And I have heard that. <laughs> um, I don't I don't have any facts and exactly. I, I don't know anybody hearsay. That it's happened to. I, I don't either. Right. But I have heard that's happening, and I haven't seen anything factual in the news or, you know, besides hearsay from a couple people that have told me that it's happening. You know what? Where we live, uh, we've been pretty fortunate. Oh, correct. You know, for, correct. Uh, for riots or protesting or... I mean, we've had a couple downtown or whatever, but they've all been peaceful. There's nothing <laughs> been no, honestly, there's no, I, been I nothing that we're we've made the news, you know, out of Detroit where Channel Four comes up and they, hey, you guys, uh, you know, need to settle down or nothing, you know, right? There's right. nothing like that. We're not going to, I don't think so, because we are more civilized than a lot of other people. Our little backward country, you know, little thing that we got one on here. But, you know, being a border town, you know, share with Canada, um, you know, it's always been an even keel kind of little town. Yep. Yeah. You know, there's not, you know, everybody knows their status, I guess you could say. And you know what? It's, it's, it's not a big deal. Everybody sees it. Everybody knows. And you know what? Even if, you know, we do help out other people in this town. We do things, and you know we are generous. And you know, uh, if you're if you're that way, and you know, it, and it's all good, you know, because my brothers will help out brothers. You know, what I mean, sure. My anybody in this town that you're a friend of will help out somebody one way or another. You know, what I mean, nobody leaves anybody hanging. And you know, for the unfortunate, sometimes we do feel sorry, and we we know that the privilege you know, in this town are privileged, you know, but at the same time, you know, we all take care of ourselves. Uh, there's no need to fight or fuss or, or protest in this town. You know what I mean? We all have our own political agendas or, you know, opinions or, or whatever in this town, but we talk about those in certain circles and it, it really doesn't need, there's no need for uh, chaos or to riot or protest in this town. Unless you want you know to knock I mean? over a statue. Well, no, I'm just saying there's too many there's too many bars in this town where you can just say what you want to say and get it out instead of you know actually taking it to the streets and protesting. <laughs> so, I mean, what I don't want to see is a bunch of drunk people from my town going out and protesting. Right, you know? right. But you know, uh, there here's one thing that uh, Trump did do is, uh, yeah, you want to you want to go f with the. You know, a statue. You're gonna, you're gonna pay. You are gonna pay. Well, and there's more and more of that. I mean, they're they're charging people left and right. Um, yeah, you know, going it, back it, to as far as know, as far as the you know the the attorney general and we're not uh, gonna tear Department up our town. You know what I mean? We're not gonna tear up our town. We're not gonna tear up our bars. We're not gonna tear up our restaurants. We're not gonna tear up this. You know, because this is what we got. This is where we live. Why would you even do that? Why would you even think of doing that to your own city? Well, why have they done it anywhere? You know, and, anywhere. And, well, and, and I hate the, to say it's only a matter of time, but you know, you, you don't know where that crap's going to spread to. Right. Well, we have the outsourced people that are getting shipped in for you know this uh, uh, specific uh, political. Agenda. That's correct. Right. So yeah, it's outsourced, but 
you know what? Bring that stuff over here. It's you ain't gonna. I tell you what, we're gonna be like the national guard on your ass. You bring that shit to our city. I'm, I'm just saying, it's not. We're not gonna put up with it. Yeah. Not in this town. It's just not going to happen, man. I'm telling you. We'll have to wait and see. I'm I'm I've, I'm predicting it. I already know, man. It's just not gonna happen. You know, it might happen. You know, in Detroit. But I, I have you seen the. Um, uh, the police chief of uh, uh, Detroit. You know, uh, I have. On, I've on, never on. had more respect for a police chief in Detroit than I do for Chief Craig. Uh, yeah, I think he has done a spectacular job. He's not backing down. He he's not, not taking no shit, and he and is he standing won't. behind his law enforcement officers like they're his own kids. And I think he did and, some time in L.A. too. Uh, no, I don't know that. That's, I think he. I think he uh, either respects or did something over in L.A. or whatever. But he he. Uh, he he knows the LA situation pretty good, not to be compared with Detroit, but you know I'm just saying this guy, he's a stand up dude. He, is. he doesn't give a shit about what's going on. He's standing behind Detroit right now. He does. And he does. And he stands I, behind his officers. And, and I like that guy. He backstops like them, and he does not try to throw anybody, anybody under the bus, and he's not afraid to go to battle with uh, with Mayor Duggan. Nope. And he, I, I have a lot of respect for Chief Craig, and he's, you know, and of course, he's already gotten all the, you need to recall him, and you need to fire him, and you need to blah, 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 and then that's what's going to happen. When you when you do the right thing all the time in this world that we live in, mm-hmm. you're going to get that kind of criticism. And, you ain't lying, and, brother. And... And so in a very small way, as much as I, as much as I don't think about Mayor Duggan, I do, well, I do respect him for not falling into that, that fascist or anti-fascist or however well, did you want to say did it. Did you see Mike Duggan, what, what he endorsed? He endorsed uh, Biden. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Mike Duggan is very democratic, and, and and there's no doubt about that. And that's and I'm not throwing politics only, into this. I'm just talking. Only because I'm just talking the straight right. the straight hard facts of law. But I was very I was very uh, you know the ex governor you know Mike. Uh, I was just like was dumbfounded to hear the words that came out of his mouth. You know, a couple of days ago, I it it just shocked me for a minute. I was thrown through a loop. I didn't know he was uh, that way. You know, or whatever. I no offense. It okay. Just, you know, what I mean, I right. just you know. Just it was shocked to see him on TV and you know going for going for Biden. Right? Well, sure. Well, yeah, but anyway, the police chief. You know, yeah, and he, it, the guy's a stand-up. Guy, yeah, he is. Know? He is, and that's and that's um you know and that's how things got to be, and that's why I don't know if you saw this story. Um, same thing. And I thing. guess that's and, why he and, made the nat, you know not just the local news but the national news. He has. Yeah. He yeah. has because that's the kind of guy he is, and he he will take that stand. And the same thing just happened in Rochester. I mean, on the sad side, on the opposite side of things. Yes. But Rochester, Rochester, New York, where they just had that whole, you know, that that killing of of Daniel Prude and all the protests that ensued because of that. Well, guess what? You know what happened? The entire command staff announced their retirement on Tuesday. Yes. As every other city in this town or in this uh, United States of America, more police, sergeants, staff, chiefs sergeants are walking right off the job they're done yeah they're done you know they're just leaving you want to defund the police really yep now what are the cities that are calling for the police where's the police now your your bullshit plan that you thought was such a great idea in the first place and i already preached this way back in the beginning i said this is going to backfire on you you guys you know what you better be careful what you wish for because you just might get it. 
And now you got it, you <laughs> sons of bitches. Yes, exactly. And I'm telling you, man, I already preached this episodes ago. You have reached the 911 police emergency line. Due to <laughs> defunding of the police Love department, this commercial. we're sorry, but no one is here to take your call. If you're calling to report a rape, please press 1. To report a murder, press 2. To report a home invasion, press 3. For all other crimes, leave your name and number, and someone will get back to you. Our estimated wait time is currently five days. <laughs> Goodbye. You know, and that and that was uh, that was <clears throat> that was a joke. You know, because it was a campaign ad. We did, and we made a joke out of it. We did. But it's it's getting less funny by the minute because it's kind of almost becoming a reality. All right, so we we make humor of a lot of things. Sure, and, we do. You know, you know, the and probably some things that we shouldn't, but mock, mockery of, of, of certain um, topics or certain things. Are we back and, to uh, uh, mockery of democracy? I think, no, that was no, last, no. I think that was last year's theme, wasn't it? It was, <laughs> and it really was. But see, uh, we we've seen this coming, and uh, here it is again. And uh, that it didn't take long for that to loop back. No, it and, sure didn't. Uh, you know, bite bite you guys back in your ass. Well, what was that? That that ad was what a month ago. That's what I'm saying. That was a campaign ad that President Trump made a month ago just to right. kind of, you know, poke at the Democrats for the allowing the looting and rioting and 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 yeah, here it is coming to fruition. Rochester, Rochester, New York, entire command staff. Bye bye. Sorry, we, we retire. We're done. They're just walking off. And who's replacing them? No one. No one. That's the sad part because they're not taking any new recruits. They're not taking. They're not. They're. They're not bringing. And I already said that. And and I said that. And I said that. And I said that. And you said it. And I've said it. And you know, we know what. We can almost predict what's going to happen. Well, you know, I'm. I'm sorry. We. We almost can. I mean, we're not. You know, fortune tellers or psychics or anything, <laughs> but you know, you know, all we can do is just, warn you. Just a couple fifty-year-old men that's uh, seen a couple of things in this world. I'm just saying. I know a know, couple things because I've seen a couple things. There you go. That's a good country song, man. If you can write that one, you write it, man. We are farmers. Bump, but up, bump, 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 bump. We've seen a thing or two. We have seen a thing or two. <laughs> and I don't think you, well, actually, I guess I technically was a farmer in my early life, but uh, I didn't you know, sell, I didn't sell farmer's you. insurance, but yeah. I, I did so, spend quite a bit of time on the farm for my first jobs when I was a boy. So, did you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was a hay baler from way back. Bump, but up, bump, bump, bump. <laughs> Do you have a little ditty or no? Uh, no, I sure don't. I sure don't. Nothing echoing through the barn where you're throwing some uh, hay or something. Oh like goodness! There. Back in those days, who knows if I even remember? I yeah, that was a that was a that was a minute or two ago. Wow. Yeah, wow. I want to say I probably I probably started working for Mister Simpson when I was fourteen. No, probably younger than that. I bet you twelve, twelve, thirteen. I really? started working for Mister Simpson. I've been working yeah. since I was thirteen. Yeah, probably twelve or thirteen. I started out there. First first job. I remember. I remember working for good old good old Mister Simpson. My first job was it was me and one other boy, and uh, and then somebody he had driving the tractor. Uh, one of the, one of his guys driving the tractor with a flatbed behind it, and he'd say, "You boys got to go out here because we got to till these fields, and you follow along, and you got to pick up all the rocks." <laughs> 
the rocks? The rocks had to come out of the field. Oh. Anything, anything bigger than a grapefruit. After the trees were gone. No, the, no, this was a, just yeah. This tilling was, the yeah. This was getting ready to till the field, and right. it, was a, it was a rocky field. And yeah, we had to go out there and clean all the rocks up so he could come through and start uh, bringing the tills through. And so he didn't break any blades. We had no to get kidding. all the rocks out of the field. Yep. Yep. Man. Yep. I I, I got it. I'm just going to jump track for just a second. Do you hear about the 13-year-old that went out hunting and all that stuff and uh, had fell asleep? I and, did. And, Down and, in Algonac? And, yeah. Yes. And the, yes. the, you know what happened. I do. I don't. Yeah. I do. Wow. Yeah. Sad, sad you, shooting. Can you imagine? Sad shooting. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I it's hard, for it, and I and I sure can't point any fingers or you know I, I don't know enough about the story. Just the fact that yeah, you know, there's the, just a little the, bit that the, the kid was shot. It was it was uh, it was the youth hunt, the stepdad, and, um, or, yeah, or and whatever. And I wouldn't want to speculate, and I don't know enough details nope. about the story to get too deep into it. I'm just and saying it's a little closer to home. You sure, know, it is. Little news that we can sure it know, is that, uh, that's out there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Very sad. very uh, weird uh, circumstances that. Uh, came about yeah yeah you know what you know just well you want to see something weird yeah let's see something weird i got you know unfortunately talk about something weird okay here's something weird for you i got a uh i got a video for it you know i love weird i want i want you to watch the weirder the better the the video on this screen right here just check this uh check this video out coming in here all right i'm coming over we got seven screens in the studio or well different camera angles we probably got 30 different I got that swing no, boom. I just want to show you this this video here. Yeah, let's and, watch and, this video, and, and we will show we will share this with uh, with our listeners. But uh, you see what that is out there drinking out of the pool there. That's a that's a not a not a big black bear, but a black bear. It's a good size black bear. <laughs> that's a good bear. size. And see the <laughs> now watch watch. Oh, him. and he's right there. Watch him come up and. Is he gonna take his shoe off? <laughs> he's gonna. Hello. He's gonna. Hello. Hey, touches doing? his foot. Oh man. <laughs> what the? How y'all doing, man? <laughs> I mean, that's just that's good, you know. And unfortunately, the guy's just sitting back, relaxing next to his pool. <laughs> probably out cold, sitting there. Out oh, cold. Yep, he's still there probably got He's a beer can in his hand freaked out but yeah. <laughs> didn't even realize that the bear come up and tried to untie his shoes no yep. no yeah now he's now he's taking a video and i'm kind of curious this must have been surveillance video from right. the house or something that's you know taking the whole shot but yeah bear comes right up and, and he's pat, like what smacks, him, smacks him in the shoe right. you know it's like uh hello do you see me hey what's going on man a little, i just took a little drink out of your pool you know i just be even funnier if the, by, if the bear know? went in there and went swimming you know i want to see i actually <laughs> thought that i thought he was going to kick back on one of the recliners right next to him and grab a beer and crack a beer and you know so yeah i, I try to do a lot of videos on the show because it's hard for you guys to see it, it and is. enjoy it but we'll make sure yeah check this out this is actually going to be funny. called uh let me find it uh well, it's called it. the name of the article is uh bear nudges awake massachusetts man napping by pool and uh it'll be on there it'll be the link will be on there by fox news so nice yeah it's a it's a good Very little, nice. it's a it's a cute little video but yeah it's a the surprise look on his face is is just a <laughs> classic like up. he pops up and he scares the bear and the bear scares him and he, he's lucky it was a small bear because <laughs> i tell you i tell you what the weird i do we do we got time for another uh, Jason's uh, preacher man story or don't no? we always? Oh, I don't know. But anyway, the weirdest thing I was I was at this guy's pool man, and we're on this golf course uh, right around like Arnold Palmer's house down in uh, Naples, Florida. So we're sitting there, and we got this screen in Lanai, and we're supposed to power wash this whole thing or whatever. 
and we start setting up shop and we're going in and we got the screen doors open. So we, the neighbor comes over and goes, Hey man, you know, this is, we've, we've made the news, man. There's like 13 dogs missing in the neighborhood, you know, on this golf course. And we're like, no, we didn't know. And they're like, yeah, there's like a 14, 16, 17 foot gator out in this pond. Oh jeez. And I'm going, all right, well, let's go, you know, I, I got to go check it out. You know, and they got the mosquito things going up and spraying. And I was like, man, I was right there. And like two weeks later, they pulled that gator out. And that gator had like 14 dog leashes in its stomach <laughs> from these missing dogs. And they, they finally got this freaking gator that has just been, you know, because the dogs go down and they want to they wanna lick the water and go take a drink. And they just kind of, you know, the homeowner just kind of let them run. You know, there's, sure. no, there's no gates on these golf courses where they got these, you know, million-dollar houses. And they just let their dog. Well, they go down by the water and the gator just... <laughs> so it was like you know and they caught this gator and i was like right at one of those houses man i'm like i was just there and they pulled this gator out like two weeks later and they found like 14 dog leashes in this gator's stomach man. I'm going, explains all the missing like, dog leash dogs like, uh-uh man you know you know but i've seen some pretty weird stuff in some pools man i'll tell you that and we're going to get to that. Uh, we're going to do some deep dives for you, and we're going to get to some top 11, and uh, we're going to talk about some pool stuff. And uh, Anyway, yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, man, uh, you pulled up some funny videos with some uh, animals. You know, we, we can't share or whatever. But, yeah, uh, there's, yeah. That was pretty, that was pretty good stuff. So earlier. that was, and, and um, we can do that if we're going to talk about it. So we can yeah, give you a link it. to the site. Yeah, because really you guys got to check this out. There's man. some great pictures. and uh, but uh, the, If the, you guys want a good laugh the or comedy of something with, you know, animals and nature. This know. was the, uh, the website is the uh, Comedy Wildlife, and they just did their, their photography awards for the year. And um, so their, their, their winners and finalists of uh, uh, 2020 is posted on their site. So we'll make sure that we, uh, that we give you a link to this because, um, yeah, if you haven't seen this, there's there's some pretty neat pictures, and it's amazing, you know, in this day and age. We had a good laugh earlier. The pictures they get in the wild <clears throat> anymore, you mm -hmm. know? It's just the cameras that they have out there and the way they, they hide them and all those different things, you know, the technology we yeah. have nowadays and all the different pictures they can get and the things. Manatees can... and monkeys and bears yeah. and. Uh, oh, my. You know, oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was entertaining. But, yeah, don't let me forget. We'll uh, we'll make sure we put a link to that for uh, for everybody to go check out on the, on the show notes and. And, uh, but yeah, there's there's good stuff, and that's from uh, comedy comedywildlifephoto.com, and it's the it's the uh, finalist for 2020. For there it their, is for their for their comedy pictures. There and, is, uh, you know what? It, it takes me you know a little bit to smile and you know get humor. You know, I have my own warped humor, but you know, seeing pictures of uh, animals in nature that was this was pretty good. Well, I think you this know, one's I, I think this one's pointing right at you, preacher right. man. <laughs> he's just waving at you it's just a bear standing up in the woods and like hey uh you know taking a picture you know it's my senior year how you doing senior year picture you know what's going on he's just standing in the water yeah. just waving my know. favorite one's the rainbow fish i i do it I, is I, this I, thing's I, smiling i at love you. that i love that that's uh that's my favorite well it's very weird that a fish has human teeth like that you know it's very <laughs> how do you think very, that happened i'm just saying photoshop or whatever yeah. but still no i hear you so very quickly um the weirdest thing i seen uh today 
I was reading an article, and it's called the uh, Blue, or the Sea Blue Dragon. Have you got? And we talked about this a little bit earlier before the show. That sea, it's a dragon, and it's like a little. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a little urchin that lives in the sea, and I tell you what, this thing, for an urchin, it's beautiful, man, because it looks like a little flying dragon, like you've seen dragons in the air, but this thing lives underwater and not in Kimbletucky I haven't well it it, you know obviously (laughs) obviously it's on beaches in saltwater uh, islands or you know but uh uh, this 13 year old kid you know 11 year old kid walked up and seen this thing and and just seen the colors and it was washed up on the beach and he put it in his hand and they're like no don't you know didn't know thought he found a new species of life which he kind of did you know but this thing and its belly has all this really weird, acidic dragon uh, stuff in it that will just eat your flesh if you touch it or whatever. But it is majestic. It is majestic in its own way. And this thing is so small, but it takes down like man of war jellyfishes. Wow. And uh, other larger than 10 to 30 times uh, bigger than what it is and takes it down. And it is one of oh, the most venomous uh, little sea urchins in the in the ocean. Uh, it, it's called. I do believe it's called this the blue sea dragon. And if you can see pictures of this images, well, there you go. Very, you're gonna have to find. You're gonna have to find very, pictures very for our cool. listeners and yeah. make sure you put it in the show notes. Get find us a link to make sure that you get oh, that in the show notes, so so they can uh, they can see what you're talking about. I will. But so. it was it was the coolest thing, man. It, it looks like it's just that super cool to see that going on, uh, yeah, in, in the ocean to find a new species that just washed up. Or yeah, whatever. that but is yeah, very cool. Didn't know one was out there, man. But taken down, taken down ten to thirty times bigger than its its, its own uh, eatability. <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. not. I'm not gonna fight. You know, I'm I'm a big guy, but I'm not gonna go fight with no sumo wrestler. I'm just not. You know, I know I can't win. I don't have that much in me to win that fight, you know. <laughs> but this little guy, I guess, you know, you know he's got it in him. So, yeah. Yeah. But, well, yeah, so check out the. It's uh, always the little ones that take on the bigger ones, you know. Oh, yeah. It's check a... out the uh, the blue sea dragon. Blue yeah. sea dragon. Yeah. The, oh. the images and uh, the little things that you see with this the, this thing is pretty cool. Yeah. Make sure we uh, make sure we get that in the show notes yeah. for you. The yeah. blue sea dragon. So we'll, we'll get I think that that's out. What they, I think that's what they call it. But it's, uh, it, it's the, it lives in the ocean and it's a dragon and you can pretty much go from there. Well, maybe it comes from Venus. Did you hear the ast- the astronomers astronomers uh, found possible signs of life on Venus? Yes, in the atmosphere that we have on Earth is quite similar to Venus in a way where microorganisms, one cell organisms, can live in uh, you know in a very heavily acidic atmosphere, which uh, Venus has. It does. It does very, very good. In fact, let me tell I'm you. I'm sorry, how, I didn't know. Me, I mean, I'm, I just, well, I me, just know a little bit about it, but it, it's very cool. I mean, <laughs> let me you tell get, you how close you are. Let me read you, this to you because you you're going to be proud of yourself. Because really? according to this article, and this is uh, brought to you by uh, CBS News. I didn't even do my homework. I just know this. We know that. Right. We know that. We but know I don't do homework. <laughs> traces of do the work. <laughs> <laughs> No, let me read this to you because you, you, you. No, go ahead. This is spot on. Traces of a rare 
molecule known as phosphine have been found in the hellish, heavily acidic atmosphere of Venus, astronomers announced Monday, uh, providing a tantalizing clue about the possibility of life. Phosphine molecules found on on Earth are primarily a result of human industry or the actions of microbes that thrive in oxygen-free environments. Yes. so, yeah, pretty no, spot on. Not no, bad. I, Not bad, preacher man. Thanks, That's man. A- <laughs> you know, I didn't know that, you know. I tried to present everybody. Might not do the work, but he knows a thing or two about a thing or two. I do know a thing or two about a thing or two. (laughs) Were you a farmer, too? No, I'm just not going to lie to you. (laughs) Bump it up. Bump, 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 bump. Hold on. Very nice. All right, let's check this out for a second, man, because I ain't done this one in a minute. All right, that's enough of that. So what took you to that tangent? Nothing. Uh, I read an article about um, Bell Kilmer. It was very weird, and you know the co-star with uh, Tom Cruise and uh. So there's Top my Gun. question: Whatever happened to? Because I know movie theaters aren't open, and I know there's a lot of a lot of movies that are in the can. And a lot of top actors are out of business, man. Co- correct. But what happened to Top Gun? Because I know that was already that was already that was produced, supposed to be a done, remake, ready thing. ready to be released. Do you see it? Because I didn't I haven't see it. seen it. Did they I didn't see it. release it? I don't know. Because some some places have actually released it through virtually, and some places have actually put them you know sold them to you know streaming services like Netflix or Amazon Prime or so on and so forth. I have not seen anything on the Top Gun sequel. That was no. supposed to come out, and they they were all over it all the way through the beginning of the pandemic. There was there was a thing. And it was supposed to be summer oh, twenty twenty and boom, blah blah blah, and, and all the push push push. And I saw all kinds of great trailers and all this stuff. Yeah, and, we're gonna do it. In this and thing. I haven't seen a thing on it. So are they never just, heard are, a thing Are they about waiting it. for the theaters to open again, or are they? I don't know. They just I, I, what was Hollywood? I mean, they're running out of stuff. You know, especially with the Chinese, which I talked about on episode fifty six, but. You know, what are they going to save all these movies that they're making and just release them at one time? I don't know. I, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and to me, to my mind, I honestly cannot completely, totally do not understand why the movie theaters are not open back up yet. I mean, if you're going to put X's at the tables every other seat, you might as well do it in the theater and just let them what's, let it roll. Exactly. You know, exactly. I mean, I understand. Don't touch me. Here's the rules. Follow the rules. Wear your mask. You know, six foot social distancing. You know, they've got enough chairs. Don't touch my popcorn. Most movie theaters are not are not that full anyways in this day and age. But, you know, I, I, I don't get it. I right. have no idea. I don't understand why the movie theaters aren't open. I just I do not get it. You know, kind of. Well, you know what they did is they did open up the bowling alleys in Michigan, but not to open bowling. Not to open bowling, but to bowling because that's considered organized sports. The same reason football. Organized sports. That's it. Right. That's it. Bowling is so, a sport. It is a sport. It is because a sport. I've, I've watched it on TV. You know the guy with the orange big hair that looks like the guy that paints pictures. You mean President like, Trump? No, it's not him. Orange, orange man, bad. Who's the orange? Who's the orange-haired, red-haired guy that paints all the trees in the mountains? Carrot top. uh, Yeah, carrot top. (laughs) There's a guy that does it. I mean, he's like on in mid-afternoon. It's like who's watching this? (laughs) 
No, I let's I, paint I, some trees I, and I'm some pictures. Sorry, and, I know. will be honest. I no, don't watch much bowling. The robot bartender knows who the hell I'm talking about because <laughs> I, I can't make this shit up. I'm not lying to you. I'm, I will not lie to you. You know, if I don't know something, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, lie about something. But and also. I will not argue with anybody unless I know I'm 100% right, and that's why I will argue. If I know something, I will argue it because I know I'm right. But if I'm wrong, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. I'll still argue with you, but I will agree to disagree. You know. But anyway, Val Kilmer, I understand. So Val Kilmer, did you know that Val Kilmer, Top Gun, guess who he hung out with uh, early back in the day? Who his little flame, uh, little woman uh, thing was? Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah. Bam, 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 bam. I feel like Bam Bam from the Flintstones. Sorry, my bad. No, that was good. That was humorous. That makes me my laugh. Bad. No, yeah. it makes me laugh. To my mind, it's that that was fake news. To my mind, neither Val Kilmer nor Brad Pitt are um, uh, lovers gay, gay or... in any way. No, I, to my mind, as far as I know. Right, but no, I don't know either. I'm not saying and, that they are. I'm not saying that they're not. No, I was reading. I'm, I was, I'm uh... reading this article and I'm like, man. <laughs> Who is what? What's the secret of Val Kilmer with his, uh, you know, relationships with Hollywood and this and that? But I did not know that uh, Val Kilmer. Guess who? Uh, and still to this day, are linked. He's linked up with. I don't know. Uh, and they, uh, they're not in a relationship, but they're still best, like best friends. Okay. Share. Really. Share. Was not aware of that. Val Kilmer and Share. Boom. They're best buddies, man. Wow, there's an age described. That's what I thought, you know. Like, I remember watching Cher in the, you know, the the 70s with the, the Sonny and Bono and Cher show or sure. whatever. Or what what was that show called? Sonny and Cher. Sonny and Cher. <laughs> <laughs> not not Sonny not, Bono and Cher. Not, not, to, you know. not to throw that at you, but. Uh. Well, there's another tragic accident that happened. Uh, you know, you know what happened to Sonny. I do. Skiing down a mountain, yep. hit a tree in California. Bam, dead. Yep. He's gone. Way to go. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, who wants to go like, well, I guess Bell Kilmer picked up where Sonny left off. So. <laughs> well, good for him. No, I mean, honestly, Bell Cher's Kilmer. Cher's always been a know, beautiful woman. Yeah. Uh, a strong woman. Right. Uh, very. But the uh, but the story behind, <laughs> uh, you know, behind uh, Bell Kilmer was uh, not interesting, but it was, uh, you know, factual, and it was like kind of like, you know, the other side of Hollywood kind of thing, you know, pretty cool well i was not aware of that yeah yeah so anyway that's a whole different story yeah, but, uh, fair know, enough he's had a lot of you know michelle pfeiffer and some other uh, different he has he's uh yeah. he's done uh, he's done well for himself his yeah. team him his team photo is uh is uh, is a pretty nice team photo so at uh we can we can explore uh, Val Kilmer's team photo on the next show if you want to if you want to do your research on that oh, we'll, no. uh, we'll we'll dig into that one and and uh, cover all of that but <laughs> who doesn't love that? No, it's a good one. It's a classic. <laughs> I do. I like it. No. I like it. Well, before we get into the deep dives, I, I had one more story saved here for you that I wanted to cover with you. I know um, you do. I, I do. I, I said, you know, this is this is kind of typical, and, and hopefully we don't rant on too long about this because we're already an hour and a half deep into the show, but uh, the Holy Grail. 
I just saw an article about this. Uh, 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 brother. The, the, the Oak the Island? Infamous Holy Grail. Did they find it on Oak Island finally they, or what? They have not found it yet. However. No, no, because Oak Island needs another person to die to actually reveal the secrets of Oak Island. And we're, we're just waiting for someone else uh, to die. You know, it's pretty sad that we need, you know, because that's, you know, that's the, uh, that's the, the secret. That's the opening of the porthole is that, you know, seven people need to die and there's, there's six on that island. Do you know that? I know all those uh, okay. conspiracy theories. Right. Yes. Yeah. So we just need someone else to die on Oak Island. And then obviously, you know, through the, uh, you know, what they've done on that island, you know, just need someone else to die and then we'll find the Holy Grail. Well, this is a completely <laughs> different area. Oh, is it? Yeah. All right. Well, this I didn't goes, know. This yeah. goes back to the no, Knights, because, the Knights Templar. Know, Oh, that's one of my favorite subjects. So the Knights Templar, as have, you as I, you realize, I have tattoos, and and we do the, not with we, the fear de Lee. Right we here. do not know for sure if the Holy okay. Grail ever really existed for sure, but now they are speculating that the it's probably like a, just a piss cup that, that somebody the, carried. The Knights around, Templar like is located in Western Poland for Jesus, and the legend says the Templars under the cover of darkness sunk a wooden box with golden coins and the Holy Grail long ago, and the treasure has either been stolen or lost forever in a swamp, which which is kind of where you were going. But now the archaeologists are investigating one of the chapels that the uh, the order of the Knights Templar built in western Poland upon its return from the Holy Land. and Because you know that the Knights Templar, as they moved throughout the country, they actually built several several different you know any anything from castles to mainstays to and they and they were they were just sometimes just Colonizes. for protection to yeah but they feel that there's one in i believe it's uh western, western poland that they're investigating because this this particular where, where, chapel where one of my sperms are from because i'm polish <laughs> I, I have at least one good you know sperm in me from poland well, there's a small village in western. Well, West, so West Pom- go ahead, go ahead. What? You say you say the name of this town in western Poland. Go ahead, uh, take Char- a shot at it. Charweskini. Very nice. In the region of uh, western Pomeranian, and uh, they this was a this was a place of worship and a defensive fortification for, fortification in 1232. I can speak a little bit of Polish. Imishimi pek pojida. And they feel that there are secret tunnels and uh, underground caverns in in this in this under the, under this chapel that they may they're going to explore. And they feel the archaeologists feel that they may be able to to it's the next location that they're going to go look for the Holy Grail. So, just a just a little uh, just a little uh, fun fact that I come across and I went well. They're still searching for the Holy Grail. I mean, you know, Monty Monty, Monty Python did it years ago, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're still searching for it. We are the knights that say Nate. I feel happy. I feel happy. Boop. <laughs> he ain't happy no more. So yeah, it's a you know it's a it's a long live. I mean you know as well as I do. I mean it's a long lived legacy and and. Kenny's not dead yet. <laughs> Kenny's not dead. Yeah. Kenny did not die yet. Kenny's not dead. Kenny's not dead. 
Kenny's not dead. <laughs> Kenny's not dead. Hey, hey, Kenny's not dead. Kenny's no, not we dead. thought we lost. We thought we lost Kenny last week, but we did not lose Kenny. Kenny is uh, still out and about, and I see now there's. And some, you can there's follow some, Kenny some... on uh, nowhere. Nowhere. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> nowhere right now. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna make it uh, semi public. Um, we should uh, we should actually start uh, a, a, a Twitter. Be, uh, um, well, you kill Kenny. Uh, well, I believe what it's going to turn into well, is um, would you is, like to? It's going to be what's going to happen is here we go. I think because we've seen so many fake Kenny showing up here and there that I think we're going to start a new account for Kenny called at Real Kenny. At Real Kenny. At Real Kenny. Yeah, at Real Kenny. Uh, I, I'm probably hashtag? on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah. Hashtag. Uh, you killed Kenny. We'll, yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll we'll figure it out. But uh, well, that's the big tech company. Uh, Twitter is uh, tied in with the uh, you know the rest of them. Oh yeah, we like we like all yeah. the big tech. Yeah, we're big fans of big tech, and we'll see. Uh, I don't think they'll I don't think they'll uh, censor or filter anything about Kenny, but we'll see. We'll see. No. They like to filter everything else, but uh, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. We might be um, protected. That's your pre- president's favorite quote. We'll yeah. see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Great, great things are going to happen. <laughs> I promise you. We're doing 10 miles of wall every week. We've got 300 miles of wall in 10 years, and the math doesn't add up. You'll be but, amazed. It'll be the be biggest, it'll be the biggest, biggest beautiful. Most, it's going to be, you most, know, I. You it'll know, be amazing. If the, if the uh, coronavirus didn't happen, I didn't have to fight the Democrats. This wall would have been, it's a, it's, a, it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful wall. You know what? And we saved so much money, you know, by the legals not coming over that we could build a double wall all the way to Hawaii if, if we wanted to. And after I get all my accomplishments done and after I get everything done that I wanted to do. Going to have to run again and again and again. Every week I got to run again. <laughs> I'll build a wall from Alaska to Hawaii if I have to. And I swear to God, oh. I'll do it. Well, I think it's a great time on that note to transition to the deep dive. So, yes. what, you, what'd you, 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 you going first, preacher man, or you want me to, you want me to run with it, or where, where are we going? Where, what's up? You always know I come first. I know. I know. I heard that. It only I takes about that. six seconds. I, so. I, I, I've, talked, I've talked to your girlfriend once or twice. But and she, listen, uh, that you know. is that, that. I'm sorry, guys and girls out there. I'm telling you that the uh, the extent of your ejaculation when you come for, for a man, it really only, it's it, six seconds. The robot bartender, sorry. There's a good whiskey dick out there. Gonads are useful for their purpose, but they are no substitute for brain. You can the whiskey the whiskey dick is, is leave it good. leave it to uh, leave it to Harvey to uh, Paul Harvey to come in there and uh, let you know what's what. Night. <laughs> he says, "Get on to your deep dive." Night. <laughs> Rambling on again, eh? Ramlon, oh no, you know I Ramlon. I tell you what, uh, we, you know, we went through my top eleven, and we did some other stuff, and uh, you know, we brought up uh, there was a uh, um, a band that, um, you know, not more so. I, I, I guess it was like a cover band of Steppenwolf. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's still the the Steppenwolf cover band is still out there. Right. Yeah, they're still doing stuff. So. Here, here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna play you a little bit of uh, uh, Steppenwolf, 
one of my favorite songs that, uh, you know, I used to work in a bar uh, on jukebox that my brother sitting next to my left right here uh, owned and worked at. Um, used to play this. And uh, this is one of my favorite songs from Steppenwolf. There's many other songs, and you guys all know them, but this is one of my favorites. So with further ado, here we go. I hope you enjoy it. Maybe you remember it. Maybe you don't or whatever, but uh, still just got that. If you heard it and you know it, you're going to like it. part is I mean we really we really can't run that forever because that's such a good tune but man I love the pusher the, the pusher you know what I, it, it's almost it's one of those ones I almost forget about I mean the pusher is probably one of my favorite Steppenwolf tunes I know you know it's it's not uh goddamn pusher man it's not the yeah. mainstream it's not the mainstream by any means you know I mean you got so many Big tunes by uh, by Steppenwolf, but uh, but yeah, I love the Pusher. Goddamn Pusher, man! Yeah, the goddamn know. Pusher, man! Goddamn so, Pusher, it's, man! Uh, yeah, it's a it's a good tune, very good tune. Nice Not choice. too bad from a group from uh, Canada. You know what? I tell you what. I think we've had a uh, I think we've had a lot of great bands come out of Canada. And, I won't uh, argue with that. You know, I mean, it's I, I talked r- about Brian Adams run down the laundry list. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the other day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but. Now, tragic. now the night to say. No, it's, uh, no, I'll give Brian Adams his due. I mean, no, he, Brian Adams, tragically hip. Uh, Rush, I go on and on about Canadian bands. Uh, they must they must have a hell of a music school over there. Well, have you seen the wasteland of Canada? I mean, what most of it consists of is, uh, I mean, there's really only f- uh, a few small populated areas, you know, yeah, between Toronto Ottawa. and Montreal. I mean, yeah, Montreal, if you take Toronto, Ontario out of the fix. Uh, uh, Manitoba. <laughs> um, yeah, there's not a whole lot in you know the great white north you know so there's not much time if you if you live in northern saskatchewan guess what yeah. you don't have much time much much else to do besides play hockey and uh play music right so <laughs> so you might as well uh you might as well uh do one of those two things because there's not a hell of a lot to do Let's learn some music but but you know speaking of which start um, a rock band and just so you know and i have not even listened to this and i and i and i, I want to bring this up just real quick before we move on to the you know to the, to the next deep dive um, did you see? What I never they, talked about what we we're gonna do for yours. What 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 they did last week? They had this big tribute concert last week, and With, it was uh, uh, for Neil Peart. Yeah, uh, Chad Smith. Yeah, he's from Detroit. Yeah, and he was in a band called Toby Red, 
Then he went out to California, and guess what? He joined the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. Chad Smith. Sure did. And uh, He's done some I, work with Ozzy and, and, and on and on and on. I mean, yeah. It's I had a chance one time to go see Toby Red at uh, uh, this little bar called Harpo's. You know, everybody synonymous with uh, Detroit uh, Harpo's, and I, I, I missed it, and I regret it to this day. But Chad Smith was uh, the drummer uh, back then with uh, Toby Red, and the riff played a lot of Toby Red all over. You know, the riff was uh, great for playing uh, great local rock and roll. Oh, absolutely! You know, absolutely. Strut, yep. the Almighty Strut, um, the Romantics. I mean, I can go on and on. I, I'm not going to bore you with the uh, you know details. Marshall Crenshaw. You know, all these great guys were from. Uh, uh, Detroit and uh, but Chad Smith made it out to uh, California joined up with the Red Hot Chili Peppers so what you got well I want to make sure that we get this out there because I think it's very important for a couple of reasons and and I have not seen it yet and I guarantee that I will rent this and um, and and hopefully we can even share part of it on the show because um, I believe it's out there till I, I think the date was uh, December 19th I think but um, Foo Fighters, Taylor Hawkins, along with uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Chad Smith, and Chicago's Danny Serapine, Ser- and along with uh, Cindy Blackman uh, from Santana, are among the artists who are who put this together um, to pay tribute to uh, Neil Peart's genius as a, as a one night online concert. And I'm sure it was amazing. And I have not seen it, but it was uh, it actually took place last Saturday at 8 p.m. But they announced... Uh, yeah, if anybody can do it, Chad Smith can do uh, pull off some Neil Pert. I, I guarantee it. Well, I guarantee it was a spectacular show because I'll run down some of the other performers for the night was, uh, um, you know, uh, Jim Riley from Rascal Flats, uh, Carmina Peace from Vanilla Fudge, um, Todd, uh, Todd uh, Suckerman from Styx. Um, Greg, I thought you were going to say Greg, Todd Rudgen. Uh, you know, Greg Bissonette with, uh, you know, that played with Ringo Starr, um, great drummer. I know. Um, you know, I mean, on and on and on. So, but, but the, I, I've the talked main, about the Ringo Starr uh, album. The main thing to know about this is um, it was Star actually hosted Man. by uh, FITE TV. So, Fight TV. Um, it's going to cost you twelve ninety nine to download it or or get a ticket for it. They're going to keep it online until I I want to say it was the the first part of December from your and phone, tablet, or computer from anything right. from anything. And go check it out. I heard it was spectacular. And on top of that, I will every everything they were doing with it. I believe the, most of the money, you know, of course, costs. There's always costs, but anything that was profit was going directly to the Brain Cancer Research Fund and dedication of Neil Peart. So. Just so you know, I you know at, uh, I'm glad you brought that up and uh, brought up Canadian bands because I completely forgot about that story and I wanted to make sure I got that out there. So you know, and everybody knows that I'm a huge Neil Peart fan and uh, we you know, yes. big loss last year and and we both are and we both are. So but and um, me not to undermine um, Neil Peart with uh, Stuart Copeland. I'm I, I'll apologize now, but um, yeah, definitely Neil Peart deserves every credit to everything, to everyone, everywhere. He was just the best drummer. He was one of the best. And, you know, and we had that and conversation before. I say one before. of the best, yeah, but and you can't say the best. Because arguably, you know, I mean, we can go back and forth. Yep. You know, but well, I heard this argument. Uh, because you have to put. Just you, this week. If it was, he has to be the best, you have to put him in a category. If he has you to. You have be, to. 
if he has to be the best, you have to compare him to somebody else. Well, you know? and that's what they did to um, you know, of all people, of Lars this week. I saw it. I saw it you know, trending with uh, with Lars. They were they were kind of nailing down Lars and said he's an asshole. You know, I, I respect Lars. Lars is I, a great I drummer respect too, asshole, but, uh, but he's still an asshole. <laughs> I respect assholes. I'll say it. I don't care. <laughs> no, that's fine. Hey, Lars. That's fine. Lars, great drummer too. Great drummer. But, but the question they put in front of Lars was, who was the best drummer? Was it John Bonham or was it Neil Peart? Well, can well, we do trivia on that or no? I well, mean, I'm sorry. What are you, you going to do? I can't. I can't. And Lars answered the question and said John Bonham. But the problem is, so you, would cannot, I. you cannot put John Bonham and Neil Peart no. in the same category. No, you can't. That's like putting Buddy Rich and Lars in the same category. You know, uh, it's just, it's just, it's two different styles it's two different mentalities it's thank two you different. yeah just, you just can't let's I mean, just like, put like John I, like i did and, with uh tom watts on episode 56 you can't you can't put tom watts into a uh genre no some or, people you just can't uh, pigeonhole they, you know you, you, you can't pigeonhole can't, them you can't put them there because they nope. don't belong and uh you know to put uh you know neil pert with anybody else uh just doesn't work for me you nope. know what i mean no nope. like i said it's you know not to take anything episode, away from john bonham either because i think no. john bonham was an awesome drummer episode but, uh, six is the same thing but, it's like you know you just can't put these people in their own uh you have to put them in their own place because mm -hmm. that's where they belong yep they don't belong yep. with anybody they're not misfits they're not this they're that and that <laughs> they're just that good I don't know. I think uh, I think Getty might call uh, Neil a, a misfit to a certain extent. So, but uh, we'll leave ah. that up, we'll leave it we'll leave that up to Getty to comment on. Ah. <laughs> ah. They, they were high school friends. Well, I shouldn't say high school friends, but they were friends for years. So, they knew what they had. But yeah, yeah, he was an individual. He was his own. He was his own person. There's no doubt about that. And one of a kind. But uh, but yeah, I. I I almost, I, I'm almost surprised out of Lars for commenting on that and actually making that decision. And that, and that was, that was Lars's final decision. He did. He said, he said John Bonham, he'd have to call the better drummer out of the two of them. And I just, I have to, I have to agree to disagree because okay, he, they're not the same drummer. Thank you. And they're not the same category. I didn't want to take style. that argument any further. No, but no, you couldn't put those two together. Nope. You know, nope. as far as. Um, the era that they played in and what they did and the and, style of music and, and the, the style of music and, and what what they did for that time nope. uh what what they drummed with and what they had and what they did and what they contributed to the music world correct was a uh, phenomenal yep you know yep. you just can't put them in a class no nope. i'm sorry i you know you have to put it all you can do is put them up there with the greats sometimes everybody wants to pigeonhole everybody and you just can't do it all the time and that's i'm and just that's saying just, uh, you just got to put them up there with the greats yep. you know there and, is no, there is no rank because you've already made it to the rank of greatness yep. you know i mean you know you have that status you, correct you, you already have that status you know what I, you can't give the one or the other a number like oh I'm number one and you're number two. <laughs> no, nope. you know you nope. just can't. You just got to put them up there in the ranks with the, you know, the greats. With the greats, so, that's all you greats. can do. That's all you can do. So, well, on that note, speaking of the greats, and and this, uh, you know, getting back to my deep dive, and this and this goes back a little ways. I mean, it, you know, um, I call this the great, you know, and and this just goes to show you, and 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 you know what? I'll just start running this because this goes to show you. Well, let me do this real quick at first. <laughs> 
So, yeah, I mean, we could actually run that whole thing, and I, I wouldn't mind. I mean, it's just that's our dedication, Neil Peart, and, and good for you for bringing that up. But that's all I wanted to do is just make sure that we uh, we made sure that we got that out there. It's And, again, I'll say it again, and we'll put it in the show notes, too, in case you want to, because I guarantee I'm going to go do it. I haven't done it yet, but uh, it's F-I-T-E dot TV. According to um, according to this article, and that's where you'll find the uh, the uh, the live stream that they did, and they're gonna they're gonna keep that on there. I think all the way through the first part of December, it's gonna cost you thirteen bucks. But from what everything I've seen and everything I've Fight. read, Fight TV, and uh, I heard it was spectacular. So if you if you're a, a fan of drumming whatsoever, check that one out. Which we are. Well, all music. Yeah, I know you. you, you Sorry, but you sit next to a crazy ass drummer, so that's uh, kind of right. kind of kind of a passion, kind of a passion. But on that note, um, back to where I left off at, um, little, we're gonna jump into my deep dive, and I'm just gonna start. Uh, I, I am. I'm gonna start playing this one for you, just uh, just because, and then I have a few things to say about it while it's running. But uh, let me start it off. Wow. Ain't heard this in a minute. So, the reason I want to uh, make sure I jump in the middle here, because I want to play, we, we got to get to the chorus, but what I want to bring up here, this shows you, and these are lesser known people, you know, um... Rob Burton, which is the drummer, and and the bassist, you know, which is Dave, Dave Farrell. Nice job. That shows. That shows how tight. And my whole point of that was... Dead, that, not forgotten. Dead, not forgotten. That's Chester Bennington, obviously. And, and, Chester. and we have to we have to give our due to Chester. You know, what a, gr- what a great band. You know, Lincoln Park, I mean, so many... We can go through the list of, of awards and, and kudos. I think every song and, that and, they and put out, everybody and, likes. And, you know, and, and, and granted, I mean... Even their worst song, you still like it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. They, they you know, Lincoln Park... Out, yeah, they you never know, put out a bad song. Giving Up is, is probably a, a deep dive for Lincoln Park. But my whole point was, and we had talked about this, and it's kind of funny, we were just talking about drummers. And that's a good example of, you know, he's definitely not a well-known drummer. That's definitely not a well-known bassist. But that driving that driving line behind Lincoln Park was those two guys that gelled together. Because if you have a drummer and a bassist that can play together and drive that line. You ain't kidding. You know, that's that's what, that's what it takes. When you to go make back a- to Guitar Hero and you, I don't care if it's on the Wii or the PlayStation 3 or whatever, there's a little thing that they say right there. And it's like the bass player and the drummer are the most important people in the band. <laughs> I mean, Listen, you know, listen uh, to honestly, that. Listen to that bass line. 
because that bass has to carry that whole tune. That drum has to carry that whole tune. And when you're right on, you're right on. You know, you can scream all the vocals you want. Yeah, it doesn't matter. All the vocals that get screamed, you know. I mean, Chester's kicking, kicking it out. But listen to this. That rhythm section is everything. You feel it. Yeah, if you, you don't just feel it. feel it. And that's that part right right there reminds me of some ministry. And, and and that's and that's what you know. I mean, and, and granted, Chester Bennington did a great job. You know, Chester Chester was a, a spectacular singer, and Amen. And, and they mourn his loss. And hence Amen. the reason Lincoln Park took three years off. And, and I don't know if you know this, they're actually coming back out in 2020, and they're going to do some stuff. But it's taken them three years to get over the passing of Chester, and. You know, and, mm. and, you know, so you know how I feel. I do, and I you do. know what I know. But, um, but at the same time, through previous episodes, without you know, without that rhythm section behind him, and it doesn't matter whether it was those guys or somebody else. It could have been somebody else. But at the same time, with that with that driving bass line behind him, with that driving drummer behind him, right, and the in sync of those two, Very that cool. rhythm section, same thing is with, what uh, makes a band like Lincoln Park be same, what they are. Right, same thing with uh, um, uh, Frankie when he uh, played on Correct. The, uh, the Headless Children. Oh, for sure. For a while. For sure. He he pounded that double bass, man, into everybody's head yep. with uh, yep. you know, the Headless Children and uh, the Hellion and other songs on that album that I just go on and on and on. Yep. But, uh, yep. yeah, you know, great drummers, man. You just got to... Yep. You got to put them up there, man. Well, and you got to, yeah, and I got to give it to, I got to give it to the bassist too, because I mean, it was the combination of two of them in Lincoln Park that made Lincoln Park what they were. You know that that driving line, and they didn't do it alone. Neither one of them did it alone. That wasn't a great bassist. That wasn't a great drummer. When anybody that's ever going to be recognized, maybe someday they will. But at yeah. this point, right now, same it, with same with the Gap Band. You know, they didn't stand out by themselves. <laughs> the Gap Band, man. He dropped a bomb on me. You know, the, the, the bass player, man. He was all yeah. about it, man, with those flashy pants. Rhythm's you important. Know? You know, yeah. singers can be the singers, Car- but if carrying, you don't, if you don't have that rhythm section behind you, carrying that, those thing. guys that sit in the dark and ha- honestly, often go I thought unnoticed. About I honestly thought about picking up the bass again. <laughs> it's an important. Just, it's just an important. A jam, it's know? an important yeah. feature in the band. Just it keep really that is. Rhythm, man, because you know I can play all the chords, and you know I know I know the chords. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but to put them all in perspective, and then you know play lead. You know, you know they say it's all technical. Now they got a video that says it's all play. There's uh, seven different things that you play by feel. And uh, you can do lead or whatever, but uh, every member of the band is important. You know that's why they're there. <laughs> it's just, you know you need a bass, you need a drummer, you need a, absolutely you need a singer, absolutely. and you need a lead guitarist. Yep. You know you just yep. do. You know that's just the way it is. Just the way it works. It's just the way it works. And if you got that, man, you could sound like Led Zeppelin too, <laughs> <laughs> or uh, you know Chester and uh, his group. But yeah, those guys, man, uh, man. I knew that. Would, I knew that would uh, that get you. Yeah, Lincoln you, Park. We have know. never gone to Lincoln Park, and I heard, uh, I heard that too the other day, and I went, oh yeah, yeah, that's definitely, 
definitely. I had a I I have a laundry list of deep dives I want to get to, but uh, yeah, Lincoln Park and the song that is so fitting harder, for today. It was it was it's, the harder it was the harder side of Lincoln. It's you know? it's kind of like I'm done. You know, it's it's really what that song says. I'm done. I'm done with this world. I'm done with this mess. I'm done with this bullshit. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. And yeah, yeah. You know, so so when you write those lyrics and you put out that, I mean, it takes the other guys in the band to follow suit. So how sure do does. You, how do you make that sound? How do you get that? You know, what I mean, where do you got to go to get that? out of you that's in you you know you want to project on the world and uh, you know put on some wax or some tracks or whatever you know you need all of us need to get that out you know it's all sure in the, it's all in sure us, you know well you're doing whether it through you, a podcast but uh you, you know, know a lot of those guys do it through music or you, you know, know i mean it's, right everybody has their avenue but um but uh, i'm sure and those are great. Those are great notes for your next interview to write down. You know, I mean, yeah, put that on paper and ask those questions because those are great notes for you to have for your next interview. Uh, you know, uh, in the meantime, I would say it's probably you know we're already uh, we're already pushing this show really long, so it's probably a good time for us to move on to your top eleven. So let's uh, let's let's scoot on through and and uh, get to the uh, get to the top eleven for the week. Yeah, that'd be great if uh, if it was up. Up what? It's gone. It disappeared from my screen. Um. Well, you'll have the uh, you'll have the thing and the stuff and uh, and the what have yous. Here we go. Uh, top eleven tips for closing your pool. Cause this is the season, folks. If you live in the Midwest or wherever you're from, I mean, you know what? You might get down to Tennessee and might need to close your pool or do whatever's going on. But you need beginning. You know, winterizing your pool. You know, a week before closing your pool. Only because, you know, take down your water, check your chemicals, make sure you vacuum, make sure you do this. There's a lot going into this, you know. I mean, but here are I knew I should have taken it. Let's clean it now, but quick. I know you should have. But top 10, uh, 11 tips because I'm going to give you a bonus track uh, for closing your pool. So number one, begin winterizing your uh one week before uh closing your pool you should understand you know how to do certain things you know i mean thank god for you guys that you don't know what you're doing that keeps me in business so <laughs> right you know that's why you pay me to to do you know 30 closings in a week so is this a, is this a sponsored top 11 or no you know, okay. no no no, right, no just no. checking right. no no no, no. I, I didn't. but but these are you know uh, tips for closing your pool you know, who doesn't want to pull? I mean, sometimes you don't want to go swimming, you know, especially when you're in Florida. You're not going to close a pool in Florida, obviously. You just want to keep Ever. that. Yeah, no. Yeah. And why they don't have above grounds, you know, with the, you know, with the Saudi is because of the hurricanes. And those things will blow all over the place and, you know, decapitate. That'd be funny to watch. Decapitate people and, you know, they just don't want to hunk up that might metal. not be funny to watch well no you just don't want to hunk a metal flying through the air you know in you know above ground pool you know <laughs> you know flying through and you know doing that so obviously we have certain seasons certain pools certain things and you know certain tips for closing your pool but we are in the midwest and here's uh my top 11 for closing your pool get ready a week before closing your pool then you need to brush and vacuum and 
to remove all the crap. So when I get there, I don't have to do it. So I can charge you extra that I didn't do what I didn't do <laughs> that you did for me. So, you know, that'd be great. So brush and vacuum your pool. All right. So I don't have to do it when I get there. So number three, manage your water level. Well, here we go. If you need to close your pool, obviously vacuum all steps above that. Do that before and then bring your water to level to a respectable level so we can at least get the hose and the vacuum and the other stuff in there to vacuum and clean and brush and do all the other stuff. What? Yeah. And then you need to balance your pool chemistry which is your pH level. Now, if you're not familiar with balancing your pool chemistry, everybody knows that the human body is just like a pool. You have alkalinity, you have acidity. So if one's higher than the other and the other's higher than the other, you need to balance that. You're, we function at about 7.4 on a pH level. And we've talked about the pH factor heavily. On we have. You need, I can't believe it. I just don't believe it. I know you don't believe it, but it's true. Now, listen, you could have this much chlorine in your pool. You could add all the chemicals you want. But if your pH is whacked, the rest of your pool is whacked. So maintain your pH is essentially the fundamental thing of your pool. You want a 7.2, 7.4, 7.6 on your pH with your chemicals. Other than that, you can add anything else to your pool. doesn't matter. But if your pH is whack, you're going to get pink eye. You're going to get this. And then you're going to get the acidity. And then you're going to be on the alkalinity side. Do your research. Don't trust all the strips. Um, do your own test. Go get a water uh, test or whatever. And, and, don't, then, and don't piss in your pool. And don't piss in your pool. I mean, it, it's, you know, I don't care how much you drink, you know, it's like, oh, man, we're going to go, we're going to go in a pool, man. You know, and you piss in the pool. It changes the alkalinity. It's not the truth. It's, it's not garbage. The, it, it's, it's not the truth. It's garbage, you know. But what you should do, and here's number five, is you should shock and chlorinate your pool once a week. At least throw a bag of shock or do something in there and get it going. You know, water is a funny thing and you, you know, the oceans do it for the planet, but you need to do it for your pool. So you magnificent bastard. I, I salute you. I know, but balance your pool chemistry, shock and chlorinate your pool because it does matter. All right. It just does. So without that being said, Here's the thing. You need to backwash your number six, backwash your filter. Because if you do not backwash all the crap and the pubic hairs and all the other shit and oils, and I, I go on and on that you bring into this pool and change the chemistry of your pool, gets trapped in your filter that goes through your skimmer or your main drains, and you need to flush that stuff out one way or another. It's called backwashing, and this is a very important part of your daily, you know, I don't care if you have a 24-7 pool or if you have a six-month pool or whatever, you need to backwash. 
Now, backwash is not the only important factor of main, maintaining your pool. You could play with your magic nose goblins. I know, hey, Stampy. It's a log, log. It's fun for a girl and a boy. It's log, it's log. It's more than wood, it's a toy. Remember that? It's time for Ask Dr. Stupid with your host, Dr. Stupid. (laughs) Carry on. Well, you guys could be stupid about closing your pools or something like that. I'm just trying to tell you. I mean, it's only one episode, and you listen to us, and here you go. It doesn't matter if you're in Florida or whatever. I mean, it's it's the simple basics of maintaining a pool. It's not that freaking hard, but I guess it is because... I'm still in business because you guys, people pay me to do what you don't want to do. Boobies. And that's another thing great about pools is that, you know, you might get to see some boobies, you know. Boobies. Boobies. All right. So when you backwash your filter, that's not the only thing. When you're done backwashing, you need, there are six settings on your filter control system. And one of them are backwash. And then you need to put it to rinse because when you backwash your filter through your pool, it gets rid of certain stuff. But when you rinse, it gets rid of the top crap that sits on top of your sand in your filter. If it was a glass filter, you would understand the basics. There are certain components in your filter and why they maintain their function and what they do for a reason. There are six settings on your pool. All right. So... Backwash your pool, put it on rinse, and then put it on recirculate. You'll have a cleaner pool. Everybody be happy. And guess what? If somebody pees in your pool, you probably won't notice because you got the cleanest pool in the town because you took the tips from closing your pool from Dr. Scooter and the Preacher Man show, two guys in a bottle of, don't touch that, it's dirty. Backwash, rinse. There you go. Then when you want to close your pool, drain it and then put some antifreeze in it because, you know, we're in the Midwest. And then, uh, and if you want to put a pillow, which was number eight, installed air pillow, which doesn't do shit for the pool. It's just a waste of time. Somebody invented it like it was a great idea, just like everything else. And it doesn't matter. If you have a round pool when you're doing this, And you want to close it or just for the regular season and make sure that your return is pointed in the right way against your filter. Have it going the right way. And then when you get out, have everybody do a giant tornado in your pool. So when you get up in the morning, all the stuff is settled right in the middle. And then all you have to do is take a vacuum and just do the middle. So well for the other side. I know. (laughs) Keep going. And then there's your crap. And then take that stuff out and it'll go into your basket. And if you do everything correctly and do this, yeah, you can put the uh, vacuum hose pump thing on the filter and, the, you know, your skimmer and the other stuff. Yeah, that's all fine and dandy. But you know what? You got two baskets. And if you want to do that, you know, go through the skimmer and then go through the filter. That's great. Do whatever you want to do. I don't care how many acorns. Dead squirrels. And it's gone. And it's gone. Get into your pool and do that. Whatever. There you go. It's maintaining. It's a job. You have to maintain your pool, folks. It just is. 
Other than that, you guys are going to spend a lot of money on me to go do what you guys can't do because you effed up, you know, from day one and you didn't learn till day 90, especially in the Midwest. Now, down in Florida Fuck you, asshole. and the other stuff, it's simplicity and you should know the basics by now and pretty self-explanatory. So next thing you need to do is after you close the pool, obviously put on... The tarp. Now, if you didn't clean your tarp. What in blazes are you talking about? Now, if you didn't clean your tarp from the next year, guess what's going to happen? You're going to put the same algae and the 13 different uh, strains of bacteria and bullshit when you flip the cover. is the same when you opened it because you didn't close it the right way because you were too cheap, sons of bitches, to close your f- pool to have somebody else go do it for you. But guess what? What you did. Now, whether you have an above ground you be so or an in ground, antifreeze your freaking pool. Blow the lines, get the water out, do the other stuff. I'm not, I'm not Doctor Pool sitting here preaching to you. I'm just trying to help you guys out. And if I can help you out, and you can help me out by paying me some money because you didn't help yourself out when you f-ed up closing your f-ed pool, I'll be there for you. All right, in the spring. And I'll be there in the winter for you. There you go. Do you want another tip for closing your pool? Have we made it to 11 yet? No, this is number 11. Well, there we go. Yeah. Number 11 is, if you don't know what the beep you're doing, have somebody else do it that does know what they do know. All right? And then you'll be happier. And then you can watch them and film them on your your phone. And you can, you know, video it to your friends or save it for you know i think you're gonna do something in the spring and open it because you know because now you watch somebody else close your pool that are pretty good at it and experts or they're not but you know we just fake it but it's a lot of work take care of your pool your pool will take care of you there you go it's pretty simple i know you know what now I can go into the chemical aspects of the whole pool, but I won't. <laughs> and if you have another tip that you want to give me that I didn't get through or talk about, feel free. Because obviously there's a hundred more that I could tell you about, but there you go. Very good. nice. Well, good luck, man. You know, I mean, save yourself some money. It's not rocket science, you know. You know. <laughs> it is, but it's not. You know, it tastes like candy, but it's not. You it's know. not. And here's the other thing. I'll give you one more bonus crap on this. The stairs, when you put them in your pool, don't leave them there all summer long. You might want to take them out once in a while, whether you have sandbags or weights or uh, pebble rocks in your whatever you, you know what I'm talking about. Anything to weigh your ladder down and you got to pull it back up. You need to pull that ladder back up, not every week but maybe once a month and just clean that scum off your freaking ladder because it's nasty because all that stuff it gets trapped underneath your ladder and it turns green and you guys want to keep spending more money on chemicals it'd be easier if you just spent five minutes and get one of your stronger brothers or sisters whether she's a weightlifter or a bodybuilder, or she takes hormones 
just get her to go lift that ladder out of your pool for you, you know, by herself, you know, in amazement and take a video of it or get your weaker, younger brother that, so you can feel inferior to him or he can feel inferior to you, you know, to lift the sandbags out or whatever. Take that ladder out of your pool, power wash it. Don't, don't touch that. It's dirty. <laughs> Spray it with some chlorine, clean it up and put it back in. It's not that big of a deal that way we don't have a super pink green black algae problem underneath your ladder when we go to close your pool and but if you take care of your pool Please, continue. Your pool will take What's care of you oh you were finished i no oh, allow me to retort i wasn't but you know what there's some tips so now you learn something maybe something you didn't know but now you know so there you go I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember remembering asking me a goddamn thing. Because I don't remember. Remember? Let's get out of here. You know, I love out. it. I know. Oh, listen to this, man. It is. It's time. It's time. High Tower Meats. How's, uh, how's, how's High Tower Meats doing? The sweet sounds of the 20s, 20s. I have not heard from High Tower Meats in quite some time, but I understand he's still our uh, show sponsor. So make sure you get a hold of uh, Sean at High Tower Meats at 810-434-6188. But, uh... But yeah, how is uh, how is the the, I see, the Hightower man doing? I seen his, him on Facebook today. New bride, I yeah, new he's, bride, he's doing new great. wedding, new uh, new life almost, right? Yeah, all that stuff. I seen him on Facebook today, and uh, lately for uh, since Monday till this Friday today, I'm putting out a uh, word of the day, and today's word was disco. Disco was, <laughs> it that, was. was that with him in mind? No, is not, he a not disco duck. Not yeah. yeah, he did some disco duck. I saw. Then, I saw he responded with disco duck. So I and wasn't there were sure some other I, people that were um, uh, into uh, disco inferno. Disco inferno. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So right. I threw it. You know, it's like it wasn't like Friday disco. You know, Friday, Friday disco, Friday, Friday disco. Okay. Know? But it was just a, it was the word of the day. It was the first thing that came to me. So that's what I got to go with. That's, yeah, that's all right. You got to go right. with your gut. Yep. Yesterday's nope. word was, did you see? I did see. What was it? It um, was... Uh, reluctant. Reluctant. Yeah. So yes. I was... So I had put that out there, and uh, a buddy of mine, Bob, had put on there. He goes, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> Am I sure the word of the day is reluctant? And I was like, I am unwillingly, unlikely, reluctantly... <laughs> Uh, you know, and so on, so on, so on. And then I was like, you know what? I do not like the tone of your text. So for all you listeners that don't know what in the hell the preacher man is talking about. The word um, of the day he, on Facebook. Um, so so he, he typically plays on his own Facebook. He does not use our, uh, our, our uh, the, 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 uh, the, the two guys in a bottle of Facebook. So you can also follow the preacher man on his own personal Facebook page. And I think it's, uh, is it uh, RJ Law? Mm -hmm. Is that correct? Yeah, you yeah. probably should spit that out because um, RJ Law. Uh, yeah, so yeah, he's uh, he's on a separate page on his own personal page uh, beyond. Uh, we have two. What you will find for the uh, my for the podcast page. So and the podcast. Um, but yeah, so if you wanna if you wanna find the word of the day by the preacher man, 
Um, you have to go follow RJ Law, which I think you can link to right from our page. I'm not sure. I'm not Should be able to. very familiar with the whole Facebook thing, and I apologize for that to our listeners, but uh, someday I'll figure that all out, and and or maybe I won't because I really don't care for Facebook, but uh, that's just uh, my whole story. I know. But, uh, but at any rate, um, so the joke of the week brought to you by Hightower Meats. We have to get to that. And Hightower! I think I said this joke once before. How high does the grass grow in Germany? This high. This high. (laughs) This high. So I have a longer one for you tonight. That's not funny. It is funny. I do have a longer one for you tonight, and this one's titled The Senility Prayer. But my joke of the week Only the Americans uh, and the Germans will laugh at that joke. You know, there's nothing better than the sound of the, the ice at the end of a drink done with that i heard that that is fantastic brother you slammed it what you got i have the senility prayer brought to you by hightower meats <laughs> it's a little little different version of the senility prayer than you're probably used to can i say it through my my nostrils you can do whatever you want to before i start it hold on senility <laughs> there it is senility and I think, I think you're familiar with this one. I really do. All right. <laughs> so the senility. Senility prayer. God grant me the senility to forget the people I never liked anyway. I knew it. The good fortune to run into the ones I like. Amen. And the eyesight to tell the difference. Couldn't tell you. Now that I'm older, but I refuse to grow up, here's what I've discovered. Number one, I started out with nothing. And I still have most of it. <laughs> Number two. That's great. My wild oats have turned into prunes and all brand. <laughs> yeah. All right. I know. I, I, I'm sure hey, you're gonna, I'm sure you're going to relate to a couple of these, if not if not many of them, because uh, no, I'm cracking up. Yeah, because... we're, we're you know we're kind of getting to that age of the of the young men that aren't young men anymore, and uh, and uh, so the senility prayer is. Uh, turning into senility prayer so no i mean i get it because i laugh because so number three i finally got my head together now my body is falling apart (laughs) number four funny i don't remember being absent-minded right number five funny funny i don't remember being (laughs) absent-minded number six Uh. it's easier to get older than it is to get wiser. Right. <laughs> Think about that one. Tremendous deduction. <laughs> Number seven. The only time the world beat a path to your door is when you're in the bathroom. That's a truism. Number eight. If God wanted me to touch my toes, he would have put them on my knees. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird little funny creature. Number nine. It's not hard to meet expenses. They're everywhere. Ah. Number 10. These days, I spend a lot of time thinking about the hereafter. I go somewhere to get something and then wonder what I'm hereafter. <laughs> Sounds like a Bob Dylan tune. Uh, it almost could be. Somewhere hereafter. And then wonder and, and what then, I'm here after. Where'd it go? And 
there it is. It's not dark yet. I found it. Over but it's getting there. Over there. It's in the last place <laughs> I left it. I remember now. Oh, lordy. That's God, just my gonna, way of thinking. You know? I, I, I completely, I definitely completely was a, understand. It definitely was a Bob. Dylan lyric, man. <laughs> kind of was. We, we can do that. Kind of was. We can do that. The hereafter, after you got here, and then there was the after here, hereafter. Dude. Why wouldn't you? That was better than our deep dives, man. That is deep. It's a good tune. Nice. It is a good tune. Well, thank you, folks, once again. We totally appreciate the new, the new, the new likes, hearts, likes, tweets. I mean, yeah. Well, you said new like two times. New. So and listen. New. I mean, it's 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 growing. Have you have you seen the? Uh, have you the seen s- have you seen Twitter lately? The spike. Twitter's the growing, and it, it's yeah, it's. Uh, more and more downloads and i love it i love it i i love the new listeners it's, it's a venue keeps it's growing a source it does keep growing it's a growth it's a growth it's a growth <laughs> on your side you can't get it's rid a, of it it's a very nice it's a fungus among us very nice growth you have there sir <laughs> where'd you get that two guys in a bottle love just saying yeah you might want to check it out it's infectious. <laughs> easy, easy. I mean, you know, I mean, in this time of day, you gotta have a sense of humor, man. You gotta throw it out. I there. understand. I understand. Throw a little humor out there, man. You know, it's all good for you. You know, <laughs> take it the wrong way. You know, you could take it up the back door. You could take it up the front stairs. You could take it any way you want. But you know what? All you gotta do is get to two guys in a bottle of Listen, like, learn. Yeah, and thank you. We do. We we have to thank you once again. I mean, all of our all of our new listeners, and 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 God bless all of our listeners who've been here from day one. I mean, you guys, guys, you guys are the ones that have carried us carried us along to get to this point, and why we're growing. And for your tweets, for your shares, for your everything you've done, yeah. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. And they'll tell two friends. And, and they'll they tell have. two friends. And they've told and more tell and two friends. more and more. So yeah, it's uh yeah, the show's growing because of you guys and we and we totally appreciate it. Totally appreciate it. And one of these days, the world's gonna change and we're actually gonna get out there with you at I some know. point. I, I I would hope. It's I, very cool. I, I we have all I the think tools. Maybe. We maybe, have, maybe we have everything we need to do. <laughs> Stupid coronavirus. Right, right. Well, it's made everybody mad. We'll get there sooner or later. No, we'll get there sooner. But until then, we appreciate we, you, and we will see you soon. And we, we are out. out. From several generations of hardworking Americans to a bunch of young fucking wussies who live at home with their moms until they're fucking 31 and can't take a punch because they're pussies. 
Can't make them get a job even though they're all in debt And they'll lecture you about being politically correct They're crying and whining, it's gotten pretty scary So here's a song for all the fucking fairies Fuck your feelings No one gives a fuck about your issues, your problems, your shitty fucking luck this generation's fucked, we're a bunch of fucking weaklings So wipe your tears and fuck your fucking feelings That's right, fuck your feelings Fuck your feelings too Sexuality. We're so damned emotional, been crying for a while But the world can't run on rainbows and unicorn smiles There's a solution, if you shut up and listen Put the effort in a job that you're putting into bitching Suck it up, buttercup, do this and you'll be fine Go up here and wipe the tears from your vagina That's right, fuck your feelings no one gives a fuck about your issues, your problems, your shitty fucking luck. This generation's fucked, we're a bunch of fucking weaklings. So wipe your tears and fuck your fucking feelings. That's right. Wipe your tears and fuck your fucking feelings. Sing it with me. Wipe your tears and fuck your fucking feelings.